Bye. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what I, what I was, and I don't know, but I, I. Bye. Welcome to the, the dumbest, dumbest part of your day. Bing, bang. This is Common Man and T-Bone. So that's right. I'll give you one million doll hairs. Uh, you know what? Someone's going to try to collect on that, and you're going to have to find a head from a doll and try to get the hair off. I don't know what a doll is. I know what a doll is. Doll. You say it weird. I say it like I say it. Doll. D-O-L-L. Well, where I, where doll. I grew up, that's not how people said it. Doll. Hey, babe. You want to get a doll? How you doing? Man. Like, is that how Chicago people talk? I didn't know well, that. that. Where I grew up, that's how people say it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Is it football Friday today? Or is that dead? Football Friday? No? Gone? There's it's still dead. Football. Yeah, it's been dead. But there's still football. Right. That's why but I it's not, I know, but it's not It's not a official. It's an unofficial football Friday. Okay. How about that? Uh, NFL Picks, the season finale oh. of the NFL Picks coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. We have two very big announcements to make today. Oh, I can't wait for this. Uh, announcement number one is that my wife has convinced me to get back on Instagram. So there you go. What, uh, you, you brought this up to me earlier today. What did she say to you to convince you to get back on Instagram? Uh, she said Twitter's for losers, uh, I see. which I don't know why Twitter is for losers. I enjoy, <laughs> you know, just writing something as opposed to having to take a picture. But she is convinced that all of you listeners out there want to see pictures of whatever. So now you can find can me I, again on Instagram at Common Man Radio. And this is your your wife knows more about this. She'll forget more about it today than my I'll wife ever does. Know. My wife does she marketing does, for a yes. living. So. She knows this stuff, right? My own personal feelings on Twitter and Instagram is probably how you feel, Mike, about like like something that's made for television versus something that's made for radio. Like you and I have an appreciation for old timey radio dramas and you know radio people using the theater of the mind. I feel like Twitter's more like that. Instagram is more like, oh well, we just have TV. We just showed you. We don't have to tell you. We don't have to think of good words. We'll just show you a picture. I've and never thought. Of that, like, oh yeah, Twitter is old school. I never thought of it like Not that. Not old school, but whatever. Just saying, it has the appeal of radio more to me. So that's why I probably like Twitter more. All right. So the first picture I took was a picture of T Bone and Paul Keels sitting in the office. Mm. That's a, I don't know why you put, chose. Well, us. I mean, two, my two favorite people sitting that's, in the uh, office. Well, where way to go, Ted? You didn't even work into the top three there. Ted wasn't here. I wasn't here. Maybe Ted can get in in a reasonable <laughs> hour, and he'd be in the picture. That's right. I showed up early. He was the last one in the door today. By the way, I want to point out, I would, I am still working to find the time of day where I can show up, and it is not commented on when I arrive. 
because if I arrive anytime before 1230, I have to hear from you and from chops today. And for like, why well, does it bother you? Wow. You, okay. you were early today. Early you normally show up between 1245 and one. That's not true. I show up between like 1215, 1230. That's not, usually not when I get here. No, because then when I show up at like 1214, you're like, oh early today well, i'm like tell okay. you something let me tell you something this is what i say to my wife all the time when she says we already had this conversation <laughs> you and i see each other every single day uh-huh yeah for well, how long has it been now since you've been working at the radio station i mean i've been here about 10 years all right for a decade i've run out of things to say to you <laughs> all right so when <laughs> i, I see it. you i just do like the typical oh yeah okay what time is it i don't know just like when you see somebody from the office Maybe it's, oh, yeah, how about that game last night? Okay. You don't really care about their thoughts on the game. I don't really care what time you get in. I'm just trying to make conversations so we don't just sit in silence. I just just want people to understand. So I hear that if I get here earlier than a certain time. And if I get here later than, like, yes, 1245, then it's like. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice just to sashay in at 130 and call it a day, Herbie. (laughs) Must be nice. Right. And that is because, for the listeners, we do do a lot of work at home. You do a lot of prep work at home before you come in here. So that's what we're doing. I just, I, that's when I get here. I got a long commute. All right. So that's announcement number one. Oh, I also yeah, love how Instagram, you're like, I right. do live in Marysville. It's like, yeah, someone who held a gun to your head and made you move to Marysville. I didn't make you do that. No, but I'm just saying you appreciate. It takes a little while to I, get in here. I do appreciate it. Yeah, you do. All right. So that's announcement number one. Instagram. Okay. Announcement number two is apparently, kiddos, Jim Harbaugh is going to the NFL. This is some late breaking information we just saw within the last hour. Um, Amber Theo Harris, who is, according to her Twitter bio, she hosts uh, on Sirius XM NFL Radio, NFL and Westwood One. She's also an Emmy Award winning journalist. All right. Don't put that in there. Okay. Well, that's what she has All right, there. That's fine. Is she gluten-free, too? You want to put that, I, that in, Kevin not, Burkhart? That is not there. But I would just point out, she has 275,000 Twitter followers. Okay, pretty good. And a blue check mark. So this is not someone blogging about it with seven followers. She, Amber Theo Harris says, chirp, 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 my birdies say announcement soon. Mm. And then she tweeted out a gif, gif? of Jim Harbaugh with the Michigan outfit on. So, some then, of course, took that and said, oh, does that mean he's going to the NFL? Or does is she saying there will be an announcement that he's getting an extension? And someone tweeted that at her and said, so they're going to announce that she's not resigned. She's not announcing an extension. She's only interested in the NFL. Right. And she then replied to that person and said, no, it's an NFL job. And then someone said, bears, question mark. Oh, my God. And she said... Sorry, it's not the Bears, bro. So, so <laughs> thank God. I'm just saying, it's not like she's being cryptic and then going, "Well, you have to figure it out." Like she, she's definitely giving you all the nuggets you need to know. There's only two other. I mean, the Bears don't have an, a vacancy yet. Technically, there's lots of teams that will come Monday, but right now there's only two teams that have a vacancy technically, and that is the Jags and the Raiders. Jags are not hiring him. Not, Trust I would, me, I would think no. Not. Coming off of the urban debacle, no. Shad Khan is not hiring Urban's rival from Michigan, Jim Harbaugh. He's I, not hiring another college coach. I would think they are going either. Yeah, I, I would think there is is an NFL coordinator 
that's probably or or perhaps like Bill O'Brien, who's in college right now, but obviously has head coaching well, experience. Well, what makes sense to me, and actually he's interviewing there today, is Byron Leftwich. Right, he's yes. interviewing with the Jags today. Who is an offensive coordinator for the Bucks? It so. has to be the Raiders. Yeah, it can't I, I be anywhere guess, else. If, I would guess he's going Raiders. I mean, if you're talking an announcement coming soon, to my knowledge, there's been no other coach in the league who's been given notice, and teams have been interviewing. You have to make that declaration. Well, let's just think about that a little bit further too. As uh, Teddy called him in the break, as we were walking in here, he said, oh, is that a, uh, oh gosh, what, what is the rest of the Mark Davis? P.F. Chang says, P.F. Chang's hired him. And I said, yeah, it probably, it probably is the Raiders. And then I started thinking about Mark Davis. Obviously, the Raiders now are in Vegas, but for many years, Mark Davis watched the Crosstown Rivals have Jim Harbaugh as their coach, and that's when they went to a Super Bowl, right? So that probably has sat in his mind. He also watched Jim Harbaugh, I'm quite sure, while he was at Stanford in the, you know, around the same area. So he's had a long time of looking at Jim Harbaugh and saying, boy, if ever there's a chance to get that guy, I'd love to have him. And then he probably saw the last few years and said, oh, I don't know about now because I can't hire this guy here. And he got his guy and Johnny Gruden, he thought. Now he has an unexpected opening and Harbaugh is back to being very able to be gotten by the NFL and wanted by the NFL. He's, he's back in the good graces. So it would make all the sense in the world that the Raiders are the team. If there is an announcement already, if there's something out there that's already being worked out and almost done, my guess is that's because it's a team who already has the vacancy. Yes, it has to be. I'd be shocked if it's not the Raiders. I actually am shocked, even as dumb as NFL people are, that they'd be back on the Jim Harbaugh bandwagon. I wouldn't think just one season of getting everything together would make you forget about the rest of his time in Ann Arbor. And if you're a Michigan fan, I wonder how this sits with you today. Because, well, I know how it sits with you. You're screwed. You are, not because Jim Harbaugh's leaving, but because of the timing of this. I mean, you can't, you can't really replace Jim Harbaugh with anybody of note at this point. And you're going to lose recruits like there's no tomorrow. There's one guy you could get, and we just mentioned him, who has college coaching experience as well, and that's Bill O'Brien. Right. And he yeah, has but what does that do for you? I mean, well, I'm I'm saying as far as guys you could get, that is a guy that has the same kind of pedigree as Harbaugh to a level, right? That he was an NFL coach for a while. He has had some success at the college level, obviously, now coaching with Bama. He he gets that extra little car wash that's been put on him. But also his time with Penn State, like, you you know, I can see that being a sell to Michigan fans of this is a guy who knows the conference. He knows he's he's, you know, come into worse situations than this and done. OK, he will be able to come here and take what's already been built and continue to build on it and make it better. That's probably, I would guess, their first call. All right. That's your best happens. case. That's your best case scenario. You're still going to lose recruits. And I think this upcoming season is going to be a lost year. For you, I would tend to think so. Yeah, and, and from a, a Harbaugh perspective, he's pretty much admitting I've, I've done everything I can do at Michigan. I've reached the mountaintop. Absolutely, you know I've, if, I, if I did he it goes once. To the NFL, you're right. I won the Big Ten. I then went to the playoffs and did nothing. But that that is as high as I can go at Michigan. All these guys, all these college coaches, want to talk and preach about finishing the job. Well, I guess that's a finished job, right? Job done. <laughs> You've done all you can you do. Want to finish the job until the NFL comes calling. How does Kirk Herbstreit feel about this? I think someone should ask him. Is the job done? Did Jim Harbaugh finish the job? Or is he leaving Michigan 
kind of in a bad spot. If this happens, right? What's the reporter's name again? Amber Theo Harris. Let's connect the dots on her. She actually worked in town at Channel 6 and Channel 28 with Rothman. And then she moved on to work for the Baltimore Ravens. I would assume... Now, maybe this is a stupid assumption for me because she's been in the reporting game for a long time and has a lot of contacts, but I would assume her relationship with maybe John Harbaugh with the Ravens helps break this story because nobody else has this right now. Well, you you would think that if she is has any connections to the Harbaugh family, she might have the ability to talk to someone who, uh, again, I'm not even saying it's John Harbaugh giving her that info, right? But No, I'm, might, I'm sure it's not. It might be that she has enough contacts with people who interact with John Harbaugh or other people in the family or who knows? I don't know how, to what level, but if you think reporters don't foster those type of relationships, you're fooling yourself. That's just... Reporters take calls at 10 o'clock at night from someone they've not talked to in six months, and that person says, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but I have to tell you what's going on here. And and they sit and listen. They'll talk to him for an hour to get some info. That's that's how reporting works. So it wouldn't surprise me if she spent time in Baltimore, she'd have some connections to the Harbaugh's. This sounds like, now, I have not seen anyone else report this. It is just her right now. Yeah. So take that all with a grain of salt, too, just because it is not like when Schefter tweets something out and then every other NFL reporter also tweets it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing that, too. You know, this is something more that she's got. And it seems like she might have it first way before anybody else. Or it may be that there's a smoke signal going out here that that is fake. If we see more information, we will pass it on to you. Buckeyes lost last night. Jackets lost last night. We will discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on your roads right now. You are going to find some delays on 670 westbound at 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is crawling along there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with the trees, three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. We will keep you up to date if we see anything else on Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan for the NFL. That is the rumor, although nothing is uh, set in stone. I mean, it would. I don't know. It seems. I'm not. I'm not saying this report is wrong. That it's coming soon, right? But how soon can we be talking here? Because they, they there's literally playoff implications this weekend for the Raiders. Yes, the Raiders win their game. They're in the playoffs. They wouldn't dare announce their head coach. Before that, would, would they? Well, that's what I'm saying, right? I wouldn't think we would have something like that. Um, now, what we could see, you're right, is perhaps Adam Schefter or someone else says, 
I can confirm this report. The deal is going to be announced regardless of what happens this weekend on Monday or something like that. I mean, I don't I don't know how you would get that far along, though, as to when you're going to announce it, because you don't know. Are you going to be in your offseason on Monday or are you going to be getting, you know, Rich Passaccia is getting them ready to go play in the playoffs? Rich we don't Bisaccia. know. Well, the other thing is, is that we have it wrong on the Raiders. Well, right? that's, yeah, that's I can't, true. I you're can't right. po- she said it's not the Bears. That's the other one that makes sense. Could could it, could we be wrong? Could it be that they are going to go with, it's a team that is obviously firing its head coach and they've just already worked this all out behind the scenes, but then still you're not getting an announcement till Monday. Who, the Bears? No, no, no. I'm saying any, uh, no, well, she anybody, said it's not the Bears. I'm saying, could it be another team that's going to be getting rid the of their NFL head coach? NFL doesn't work like that. You have to interview for the job. I don't care if you, True enough. you know that Jim Harbaugh is your guy. You can't just fire your coach and say, and here's our next guy. There is a process that needs to happen here. Right. So it would seem like it's got to be a team that already does not have a, you know, official head coach. You have interim at best. so And there's no way you're going to have guys going in and interviewing for jobs and guys like Schefter and the rest of the NFL reporters don't get wind of it. There's True not enough. another yeah. team out there interviewing right now. If there were, we'd hear about it. Yeah, I, I just, I really don't know what the answer is on this, but it's a pretty interesting report that's been put out there, or report. She seems very it's confident. A it's a tweet, and it, you know what it is? The tweet does not even say anybody's name. So this could be... I mean, I don't know why you would go out there. Why would you go out and stir everybody up to get people excited know. about something and then have it not pay off? But, I mean, multiple times, this reporter, uh, uh, Theo Harris, right? That's her last name. Um, why am I blanking on her first name? We just talked about Amber. Amber Theo Harris. I don't, she responded to people saying, Harbaugh's not going to Michigan. It's not It's not him re-signing with Michigan. He's not going to the Bears. Like, it just, I. I, I it seems very interesting. She's look at this too. Someone said Jag. She said nope. Like, well, it, it there's can't only be the Jags, one team. Right? Left. There's only one other team. But why <laughs> is she being coy then? Why don't you just say it? Say it's the Raiders well, then. Then there's this too. Someone said, "Do I have time to watch a few shows on Netflix? Like, how imminent are we talking?" And she says, "I believe so." Yellowstone is fantastic. Um, so anyway, this was a Michigan reporter who tweeted at her. Okay. So I'm just saying, like. She, she, her, her thing is, yeah, it's not happening this hour. It doesn't sound like it's not happening anytime, probably today, but I'm going to just throw this out there. I don't think it's real, but since we're having this stupid discussion, could it be we're overthinking this and Jim Harbaugh is leaving to be a coordinator of some kind? No way. Well, I wouldn't think no so either, way but is he leaving? I, I, I know, maybe, I know what you're maybe getting John at. brings him in on the staff no, as the assistant head coach. You're trying to see any other way this could not be the Raiders, which I appreciate, but well, I don't, right. I don't believe what I know I'm you don't, saying. I know you don't believe that. I'm just tossing it out there as a possibility, albeit an unlikely one. The reality is you have an NFL. Look, if you're a Michigan fan today, and you were excited about the future of your program, and you thought, man, Jim Harbaugh really got us turned around. I believe again. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. You are now faced with the prospect that the guy that you just had to do a 180 on in the last 12 months, and you probably have come to feel some kind of way about, there is an NFL reporter who is basically saying, this guy's leaving. It's not that team. It's not that team. It's not that team. Announcement coming soon. No, he's not re-signing with your school. Like, that that well, is, there also that is, is a, fairly important, right? Again, I'm going to just throw out something that I know is not true. A .01% chance that it's not Jim Harbaugh who's about to take a job. I mean, she put out the gif of Jim Harbaugh, right. but 
perhaps it's Ryan Day that's going to take the job. And that's I, why again, she put I out also, the Harbaugh gift. I, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't that. believe that either. Well, and here's the other thing. So she tweeted that out, and it actually had a typo. And she corrected the typo in a follow-up tweet and said, obviously autocorrect, his back is fine. So she does acknowledge that the person she showed in the last gif? This is, I can't believe I'm breaking down a tweet to this level. It's like this a brooder We've film We've done two segments on this. I know, but yeah, I... I'm kind. It's either way for Buckeye fans, it works out because I don't think Jim Harbaugh. What you saw this year is real Jim Harbaugh. I think he's going to be a mess if he stays. I think it's going to go back. Those who stay will be losers. Is is what I would say. If he stays there, I think it goes back to being what it was within a couple years. And I think Ohio State gets their revenge next year and then falls God, back. I off. hope so. I hope well, so, right. Man. But if he leaves, then it just means Michigan fans don't even get to enjoy that victory for more than a couple weeks. And then they're right back into nervous poo land. Yeah. And what are we going to be and what's going to happen and all that. So either way, I'm I'm good with it. Is there another scenario that we're not thinking about? We haven't given any credibility to the fact that Jim Harbaugh could be going to a team in a sport, not football. <laughs> Maybe he's always wanted to be a baseball manager. <laughs> he's going to be a pitching coach. Get him out well, there. Well, you know, they are announcing those USFL head coaches. Oh, there you go. That could be it, Maybe too. he leaves for a USFL job. Maybe he's looking around the NHL saying, "Where I've always wanted to get on skates. Maybe I've- Jim Harbaugh can coach our power play. <laughs> Do a better job yeah, of it. for the Jackets. All right, we're going to take a break. I promise. We come back. Buckeyes, Jackets, no more Jim Harbaugh unless news breaks coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. On the roads right now, you are going to find some delays on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street, that area is slow as well. And westbound 670 at 4th Street, you're going to find some backups in that area. Start Report is sponsored by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. All right. Happy Friday. A announcement for you. A lot of you have been wondering when the next Uncensored podcast is coming. The answer is next week. Oh. And our special guest on the Uncensored podcast is... The big boss here at the radio station, Platinum Fox. Very good. And I want you to send in questions that you want Platinum Fox to answer. And he's not going to see the questions in advance. And if Bone and I think he's being full of it with his answers, we will call him out and make him answer the right way. Now, how are we going to do that, given that where we usually sit, there are only three microphones? And Well, Ted will go away. Oh, well... Jeez. 
Well, the the, the portion of the podcast Ted, where Ted to the curb, I guess. The huh? portion of the podcast where Platinum Fox is in the studio with us, Ted can sashay out and mm, all right. Then we'll use all three microphones. I think I think Platinum Fox should have to run the board. You should have to record. Okay, well, whatever. Stop. Get the levels right. I think that'd be good. So, what would you like to know? I mean, you can ask anything. It's not guaranteed he's going to answer it in the way that you want. But if you want to know the inner workings here at the radio station, his rationale for doing things the way that he does them, mm. well, that'll be fun. You can tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one, and we will ask him the questions. So, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that. New Uncensored Podcast. You only get the Uncensored Podcast, though, if you subscribe to our podcast. Go to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, click subscribe. All the podcasts, even the Uncensored ones, come right to your device. Uh, Buckeyes lose to Indiana last night, 67-51. Long stretches without points. Sloppy ball handling. (laughs) Down the stretch. Right. Uh, EJ, no bueno. Second game in a row now for EJ, not looking good. And, you know, last time out, we, we talked about the break. They had a big, long break, and maybe this is still some of that, shaking off that rust. Maybe we we talked about the, the basketball being a little bit different. Well, it's right? the same one they had last time. Well, it's an Adidas tr- basketball. but True enough. You know, I, I, I am, I'm concerned a little bit about EJ Liddell, but not like panicky or anything like that. More of just... He, he has looked off the last couple games, and Chris Holtman last night after the game had some comments where he basically said, we, we've got to get him you know, back into game shape and get him, you know, get his legs right and get him, get him just back into the flow. And it kind of gave me the sense, I mean, Holtman didn't say this, and I'm not trying to speculate on anything about anybody, but we know some of the guys on the Buckeye basketball team had like a 10-day absence where they were not playing at all. I wonder if he was one of those guys. That might explain some of why he has not looked too good the last time, couple times out. Yes. You want to excuse it away and say he'll eventually show up like we have. I mean, because early in the season, let's face it, I mean, I talk about level of competition, doesn't really matter. He was playing like a player of the year type of candidate. Well, sure. And, and I guess what I'm saying is it's not unheard of for a player to have a couple of bad games. No, especially if... You know, you're right. Maybe he was one of these guys where, you know, I don't know how the illness hit him. Yeah. You know, I have no idea what type of work he put in, how he was feeling. Perhaps he's still getting his sea legs back under him. The thing that I'm worried about, though, and I think you're worried about this, too, is that, you know, the tail end of last season, this is kind of what we saw. Yes, we saw EJ in a lull and had nothing to do with COVID at that time. Right. The other the other thing to to kind of say with EJ's game, just one last thing there is. His shot, Timmy and I talked about this on a bonus episode we did for the Buckeye Show, which you can go find if you subscribe wherever you get podcasts to the Buckeye Show. But we were talking about how EJ's shot is is flat, and that's not a problem. There's been plenty of guys who are as tall as he is or even not as tall as he is, but who can jump pretty high, who tend to have that more line drive shot as opposed to a big arcing you know, type of shot. But usually when guys that are, you know, that shoot that way are missing – you see a lot of it where the ball rattles out, right? Where it's like halfway down and it rattles out because there's just not enough arc on it to get down. His shot lately has been flat still like it always is, but then it's hitting like the side of the rim. And it's it's just, 
it's not looking nearly like he's going up in sync. It's not looking like he's going up in a flow or that he's comfortable. It looks more like, well, I'm EJ Liddell. There's seven seconds left. I have a guy in my face, but I got to take this shot because no one else is really getting a good look in this little set that we're in. So I'm just going to pull up here and try to make something happen. And he's done that over the season. He has shown the ability to do it the last couple of games. It hasn't been there. So I know he's got the ability to do it. I'm not worried about somehow he lost his ability to do that, but I do think he is just trying to get his conditioning back. That would be my only guess there. And then on the other side with Indiana, man, trace Jackson Davis, that, that dude was just playing out of his mind. Post defense for the Buckeyes. Not great. I don't think it helped that you got two fouls very quickly in that game. One on each EJ and Zed key. Those two guys, I think, were trying to be a little more physical early, and they got called for it. Indiana, I think, was allowed to be a little more physical underneath the basket for whatever reason. I'm not saying it was a screw job by the refs. It just is what it is. They played a little more physical. They they were a little more technically adept at playing physical. They if you set want to call the it tone that. all night long. They did. And then they kept that consistency, and the referees let them play. And you and I were talking about this before the show. It seems like every single time they were fouled in the paint, too, that ball found the hoop. Yes, they, they got ended, how many they got, and ones in that game. Yeah, they they got every bit of a momentum thing that you needed. And what the Buckeyes really needed down the stretch with three or four minutes to go, they're down six or seven. They needed to hit a three and get a stop. And it felt like they could just never get both of those at the same time. They get a stop and then have a terrible offensive set or they would hit a three and then let Indiana go right back down and score. They never got both at the same time. And I think that's what if they would have got that get a little momentum back, build off of it. Maybe they could have clawed back into it. That final score was not as indicative of how bad the game was. Ohio State did not play the best basketball they could, but they were in that game by five or six points most of the night. Indiana just pulled away at the end, even though Ohio State did not have their best game. I think that that was a much closer game than it showed. Uh, Jackets losing New Jersey last night. Started strong, wilted away. Oh, Where have we heard that before? Well... Yeah, I mean, look, man, did they play better than they played against Tampa? Yes. What does that mean? Did they play a worse team than Tampa? Yes, they played played a a team that's pretty much as bad slash good as them, depending on how you want to look at it. And, you know, I'll give them this, I guess, is that Devils jumped out to a lead with, what, 50 seconds gone in that first period? And they didn't just bury their head in the ice, sand, ice. (laughs) They went out there and played a good first period. (laughs) <laughs> that's about then, it. That's it, right? I mean, what are you going to say about this team right now, man? They're just not any good. I saw the Texier, yeah. you know, he was out with that non-COVID illness. Well, guess what? Now it's COVID. Now he's it's tested COVID, positive, yeah. so he's going to be gone for a while. But look, man, don't make excuses either. Yes, the, the Jackets are in it. Yes, Texier had been playing good hockey, and now he's not there, and that sucks. And your goaltender's not there because he ran into somebody, or somebody ran into him. Yeah, Wierenski's not there, but at the same time, all these other teams you're playing with are up against it too. They've got guys who are missing in action that are valuable to them. You got to find a way out of that. The reality is you're not doing the things, the small things good enough to win hockey games. You're not finishing off checks. You're not playing physical. The intangibles right now are non-existent because this power play sucks. Sucks again. Shockingly, because that's not been a theme for like ten years running with I'm the Blue so Jackets. I'm so tired of seeing it. They look, they look confused when they're out there. I don't, I don't know why this team cannot get a good, consistent power play. Other than, it, I mean, look, it was never good under Tortorella, or rarely good under Tortorella. Maybe that's the better way to say it. Not never, but rarely good under Tortorella. 
And I, I just... Well, there's I one link. Well, right. Yeah, you stayed in-house for the <laughs> yeah, hire. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's all Brad Larson's fault, but also, like, that was part of the assistant coaching group that could not figure out how to get this done, and now that's the group that's been promoted. So I... Look, I'm not saying that's the only reason for that. There's probably lots of them. Number one being this is just not a very talented team. Yeah, they're right? not that's, very good. That's a lot different than when you had some of the other firepower you did, and you still couldn't generate a good power play, but... Yeah, it's it's just it's it's not good enough right now from the Jackets on any front, and it, you know it sucks too. Jake Voracek's had his had his thousandth game. I was going to say scored his thousandth goal. That would be incorrect, but he did play in his thousandth career game. Let him live. That's a great accomplishment. But I feel for him, man, because last night even I mean he, he was he had like twenty minutes of ice time. I think he registered a shot. Like he, he hasn't been going. No one's really been no one's picking going. up the slack and saying all right. I'm going to take it and run with it and just start well, doing some things to generate some more chances. Yeah, but that's the that's the problem, though, is that now you've you've started pressing. And Jake Voracek was doing this last night, where Jake Voracek thought he was 23 years old last night trying to th- skate through three guys. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Yeah, you got it. I'm, I'm not saying that you started up by just going out there and playing recklessly. I'm saying there's ways to get it started by just playing a little bit smarter. And that's what I... Th- I know he has that. I know he can bring that. It's just... He, yes, he looked like he was trying to do too much last night. I don't know. Maybe that was just because of the thousandth game stuff. I'm not sure. The Ravens know their season is pretty much over. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle blocking the right lane of 270 eastbound before I-71. This is a disabled semi-cut causing some heavy slowdowns. ODOT crews are on scene. Please be very careful over here and keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season B for the three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. Eliana Ray with Fan and traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Dare. Dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Uh, the Ravens know their season's over. Tyler Huntley will start for them this weekend against the Steelers. No Lamar Jackson. His season is done. Here's what the Ravens need to happen to make the playoffs. They need to win against the Steelers. They need the Chargers to lose, the Colts to lose, and the Dolphins to lose or tie. So, yes, there's a possibility they can still make the playoffs, but they know it's finished. Yeah. Well, and if if I know that that's not the most football guy thing to do, but I can understand them saying we are not going to put anything at risk with Lamar Jackson. We're not going to, you know, 
Not we're 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 going to just go in this and say, look, if we find a way to win it, great. But last week they tried. He tried to practice. Yeah, he had a visible limp. They said, well, we're not doing this. You don't this. need to add further damage that could linger well no, into the offseason, no. require some kind of surgery or further surgery. You know, I don't know. But you don't need to add to that. Just, yeah, I, I understand them saying, we're going to go here and see if this happens. If it does, great. If not, oh, well. Uh, Buckeyes are going to have to try and figure out what to do for their offensive line position, coaching position. We talked about the inconsistency. Oh, yeah, right, it, where, had not, it had not been good this year. No, run, run blocking turned out to be a problem, and now Ryan Day thinks he can look elsewhere for some help. Yeah, Greg Stadrawa, which this had been you know thought to be happening for a while. It was officially announced or made official on Thursday, but he's no longer the offensive line coach, obviously, so the question is who comes in and replaces him? Well, it looks like it. it at least one of the favorites, according to Dave Biddle, who you can hear on the fan, he also writes for Bucknuts, uh, he is saying Justin Fry is the guy that probably is going to be the one to get the look, or at least seems like a pretty good possibility. Uh, Fry is the current offensive coordinator and offensive line coach at UCLA. He and Ryan Day have a connection. They have uh, worked together before. so There is no way Ryan Day makes this move without knowing who he's going to hire. Oh, I tend to. I would not think you move on from anyone in college football unless you've got a good no, backup so plan. If but, it is Justin Fry, Justin Fry has already agreed to the job. Yeah, he's 38 years old, certainly. And and being an offensive coordinator, too, I can totally... That that speaks a lot to what Ohio State is, right? That you're an offensive coordinator at UCLA. A lot of people would have loved to have that title over the years. This gives him a chance to now move on to a bigger program that probably allows him to get into the mix eventually to be a coordinator at a place like Ohio State. So, yeah, I, I, don't, think it's, uh, I don't think it's surprising. One other thing I was going to say just about that whole... You know, Ryan Day's not hiring someone unless he's got a replacement in mind. I'm going to guess almost every college football coach, but certainly the guys who are at the caliber of Ryan Day, they have a list of five to ten people for every position if they needed one. Absolutely. Every position coach that's out there, assistants, all that stuff. Well, you know what? Any certainly good coordinators boss does in they, any line of work. They have to have at least a network of maybe not five to ten, three or four guys that they know. If I called that dude today... He'd come take this job. I've got job. at least four or five guys to replace you. Oh, I'm lined not up, ready to go. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah, I, I, I don't do know too. what's going to happen. Maybe you get your head gets big and you say, "I want a million dollars." Maybe you drop dead. I know which one is more likely. But <laughs> I've got the million dollar thing. You're I've right. got a list of guys. We're <laughs> gals. I'm not. Hey, that's great. Maybe Leanna moves up to the big chair. That'd be awesome. What does Leanna know about Jim Harbaugh? She's she's up there. I mean, she's in Michigan. Let's, Let's find go. Out what start, she knows. Start digging. Yeah, she should be doing some research for the show. Come on. I know you're doing the traffic. That's obviously very important. Help us out, Leanne. Break some news. Let's go. We're not going to break any news. We don't have any contacts. Uh, Las Vegas and Miami will host the 2025 and 2026 college football playoff title games, according to sources. Those are the final two years of the current 12-year playoff contract. It says, pending expansion of the playoff, Las Vegas' Allegiant Stadium would host the title game January 6, 2025. Miami's Hard Rock Stadium would host the title game January 5, 2026. Las Vegas would become the 11th different city to host the playoff in as many years, the final. And Miami would become the only two-time host of the title game during the original 12-year contract. Let me ask this question, because I know why they put the college football playoff 
you know, the, the final game in these type of places. Right, Las Vegas, Miami, these are nice destinations. These cities are bidding on this too. I know they're bidding on it, but I'm saying like the reason that that is picked, I'm sure that other cities would bid on it as well, right? Like Columbus isn't going to waste their time bidding on that, right? College football towns are not going to waste their time bidding on that because they know that's not what is looked for. But I'm guessing part of why the college bowl system looks at this and wants this, the playoff system, is because they think that's what you want as a fan. But I'm here to tell you, man, if if I found out, you know, if I was someone who regularly traveled to bowl games like this and I was always like, oh, if my team's going, I'm in. Is it really that different if they're going to the Rose Bowl or going to a place like Las Vegas? Right. You're probably still going like the people who travel to that stuff would still go. Why would it be much different if they went to smaller venues, college football venues? Obviously, the Rose Bowl is one, but. I'm saying, do you have to put the championship game in a place like Las Vegas or in a place like Miami? Couldn't you find venues that you could do as well around college football? I wish they would go more like that. I wish it would be more of a celebration of college football, but I'm with you. We've taken this Super Bowl model. They have, and they've said, this is what we're going to make our our final game, our championship game, Yeah, where you should be embracing the differences between the NFL and college football for me. You can still do your fan fest in Columbus, Ohio, can't you? You could. You can see they'll say, well, airports, travel, blah, blah, blah. Is that an inconvenience for the fans or for the media? Which one is it? I would assume that most fans who we're talking about your team makes the championship game. That's who's going to these games. Let me tell you, it's not a traditional big market, of course. Yes, it would be a pain in the ass, I, I guess, to get there. But you put a national championship game in Madison, Wisconsin, that's going to be a good time it for everybody who's there. It would be a fun time. It would be cold. Okay. It would be, it would be, but, and I know that's the thing. They're never, celebrate the game of football. They're never going to do this because somewhere along the line, someone said, if you win enough games, your reward is you go to a warm place for your ball game. And I don't really understand that because I don't know that that has to be true. Well, they're in Indy this year. No, but Indy's got a dome. Well, that that yes, I'm that's right. That you get to go. I'm saying you get to play a game I'll without any elements or weather. You Bring just get to go title play a game nice. here, and you and I can be on the tarp squad. We'll we'll be standing above Ohio Stadium. Yeah, we'll get it like a thousand people just to hold a tarp in place. Oh, like you can a, bring heaters in. God, that'd be a scene. You'd have to tie our feet down though, because. Someone might just, you know, get one little wind gust and all of a sudden it's like, well, they'll strap us to the thing. Okay, good. Then I'm all in. This is very technical. (laughs) We can't grow real grass. Our human chain of tarp holders has come loose, unfortunately. We lost three people and now it's snowing on half the field. We'd have to winterize the plumbing at the stadium, too. We can't have that, as we've learned. We know you can't do that. Uh, All right, so we had Jim Harbaugh information today. Perhaps he is leaving to go to the NFL. That is the story, but... Maybe he already said to someone that he's leaving to go to the NFL, and maybe it was a man of the Lord. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. An accident to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. There is a crash involving injuries. This is at the intersection. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things clear, but please be very careful and avoid this if possible. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Your local Staples has all the tools you need to start the year off strong. Right now, get 40% back on Staples Store bonus when you buy any two ink or toner cartridges. In-store only. Offer ends on the 15th. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Staples, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the week coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. The season finale of NFL Picks is at 448. Your final chance to compete against us. Yesterday when I left you. I said today I would give you the chicken nugget review. Wait, what chicken you nugget? You forgot, review? didn't you? What was the I remembered. I said that we did a taste test at the house between the impossible oh, nuggets. That's right. That was your tea. And regular nuggets. See, here's hold on. I this happened like three weeks ago in real life, and you already told me the review, but you're just now telling the people. So I was confused just for Let a second go, here. Because I had forgotten that you already did this a long time ago. All right, thanks for <laughs> thanks for clarifying. Well, for you everybody. just brought it up out of nowhere, and I forgot. I'm sorry, well, I, I forgot, forgot about I, your little charade. I forgot how this came up. Was it KFC's doing? KFC is doing. Uh, they're going to have plant based fried chicken. Fried chicken starting Monday at all their locations. All right, and so then that's how we got onto the subject. So I went to the store. They had the Impossible Nuggets. They're new, mm-hmm. and the regular nuggets. So I bought both, and I was going to make both. And we were going to do a taste test. I, I, I was aware which one was which, but I didn't even tell Kristen or Samantha that there was a plant-based. They plant did not based. know they were in a test. No, they didn't know they were in a test. You gave them the Chris Farley, we've switched out his taster's choice for another brand. Let's see if he notices. Well, That's what I, you did. I, I said, I said I have, uh, I bought two different brands of nuggets. Okay. So, you know, they're a little bit different, but whatever. Here's, here's dinner. Okay. And so, you know, Kristen's eating it, and she takes a couple bites of the Impossible Nugget and looks at me, and I can tell she wants to say something. Yeah. And she said, what brand is this? And I said, bad? She goes, no, not bad, it's just... And the word that that I used with this, and I don't know if it's going to make sense for you, but it's the word that we used in my family growing up was mushad. Okay. Which means like mushy weird texture to okay, it okay sure and so she said mushad and i said mushad and it, the flavor was okay but she knew that something was off something was off with it something okay. was off about it she did not have that same reaction to the real chicken nuggets so the flavor i thought was decent the texture i thought needed some work it was too mushy for me too mushad here here's the uh, other part of all that is We've come such a long way with food technology 
that we can take a non-chicken thing and make it almost pretty much be chicken. Yeah. So what you're saying is it was not like as soon as you bit into it, everyone was like, oh, gross. No, it wasn't like it was a tofu filling or something no, like that. It was like, this is a little bit different than usual, but not bad. Yeah, she didn't instantly think this isn't chicken. Right. She just said, what, what brand is this? I don't know if it's my favorite. Let that be a reminder to all of you who have started New Year's resolutions, where maybe you said like, I don't run at all, but by the end of 2022, I'm going to run a marathon. All right, well... What if you ran like a 5K by the end of the year? Wouldn't that still be good? Don't kill yourself because you didn't like, you know, get to the marathon is what I'm saying. The chicken people, the impossible chicken people were like, we're going to make chicken out of beets or whatever they're using. I don't know what they're using. Okay. I don't think it's beets. Well, they they figured something out and they got 98% of the way. They don't just like shut the company down now because Kristen was like, Mushad. Right? I like they go, how you've said they, the word. They go, it's, yeah, it's, all right, we're getting there. We're pretty good. Maybe the next batch that we come out with in a couple years will be even better than that. You know, what's interesting, too, is with the Impossible products, at least it was for the Nuggets, I was looking at the nutrition. It's not really much healthier than the regular chicken nugget. The only difference being you're not eating something with a face. Well, right. I think it's more of an idealistic uh, vegetarian Well, it is, thing. because it wasn't a health food. No, looking I, I at think, all the crap that was. In I think there. that's a mistake that some people make when they look at vegetarianism or even veganism is that it's done for health reasons. Some people do. For some adopt, people it is. Some people do, but then they also adhere to a different type of vegetarian or vegan diet than they will if it's like, no, this isn't for health reasons. This is just I don't want to eat anything well, that was bad. once alive. I felt bad then that we had a chicken nugget meal and that I wasn't eating something with a face. So after the meal, I went outside and killed the neighbor's dog just so we could even <laughs> out the world. You know, it's like, well, something has to die. So I killed the neighbor's dog. Teddy, that was just for you. That's just that's for you, Teddy, buddy. That's horrible. Not I didn't kill the neighbor's dog. I yeah. remember when John Wick came out, right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, Teddy's huge Keanu Reeves. They could have a movie of Keanu Reeves reading the newspaper on the crapper, and Teddy would watch it and give it five stars. Keanu Reeves does anything, Teddy's on board. Yes. Sure. John Wick comes out. And I said, hey, Teddy, I saw John Wick. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. But, you know, the beginning was unnecessary. Yes. <laughs> I said, the beginning was unnecessary. What does that mean? You know, they killed the dog. They didn't really kill the dog, Ted. It's just in the movie. In the movie, though. No reason for that. I know, but well, I just no, love how that there, gets to you. What do you mean there's no reason mean, for that? It's just whole reason for the movie. Without that, if it was like, oh, we just killed some other thing that you care about, he's like, I don't care about it as much as this dog. His wife, maybe? Thank God Fido's I like how here. In your mind, it's like, kill a wife, kill a baby, whatever. <laughs> kill the dog. <laughs> Unnecessary. Now Unnecessary. you've gone too far. Too far. Now you've gone too far. Uh, did you see the new John Wick? I've seen them all, yeah. The uh, sequels, They he has a dog, and the dog... You know, survives. So, spoiler, but yeah. Oh, jeez. Thanks, Ted. Ted. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Teddy. Ted just wanted all the dog lovers to know it's okay to go watch yeah, this. It is, now the rest yes. of us, it's ruined. But if you don't want to see, you know, people get wanna, chopped up and murdered, I want to even be watch. clear. I am a dog lover. I have a dog, and I love our dog Boomer. He's great. But I do not care if someone in a movie for a plot line kills a dog. That's what I'm saying. Don't care about dogs. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. How's Boomer's Leaper? Boomer's, Boomer's, he's got the leaper under control. He's doing fine. Have you snipped him? Uh, he, yeah, he came actually. Came fully pre, snipped. Pre-snipped. Pre-snipped. Yeah. Like they, a pre-brined turkey. They Good did job. It, yes. They did it very early. They told us that. So I didn't that, know they could do it that early. 
They did. They they said it will probably make him be a little bit smaller, and we were like, that's fine. Because he, he could have been like a 70, 80-pound dog. He's more like a 50-pound dog. So. Oh my God. 50 pounds? That's what a, kind of craps does this thing take? Like human craps? No. Are you picking like, up huge steaming logs? They're, they're like light human. They're like, you light know. human? Yeah. You're, you're, you're all, it, it, it could Like maybe been. if Callista Flockhart took a crap, it would be the same size as... There's a reference that no one gets. Close only, to Blackheart, thin. Only though, All right, thin if, and small. Only though, if she's staring at Harrison Ford's earring while she's taking the crap, that's what I think. It's about that size. Look at it, because that's how Harrison Ford sounds all the time. <laughs> and crashing a plane, disinterested. <laughs> he's like, look like at he my, just woke He's up just from a trying nap. to get everyone to look at his earring. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. crashing those planes, Teddy. Good reference. It's amazing you. to me how a guy like Harrison Ford can get in front of a camera, be charismatic, you know, get into the mind of these other characters, all of that. You put him in a talk show chair and say, just be you. Yeah. Speak as Harrison Ford. <laughs> he mumbles. It's like he's, yeah, it's like he's barely sentient. And then all of a sudden they're like action and he turns into Indiana Jones. Yes. Now go fly this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he kept bragging because there was like tower to H94 dash niner. I'm sorry. Can you? Please repeat. Mayday. What is your position? There's a tree. Are you, what uh, are you, you're taxing on the wrong runway? There's a 747. Can you please respond? Uh, SOS. Uh, are you asleep? <laughs> SOS. I heard SOS. All right. Send fire trucks. I don't know. Get out there. Where? I don't even know what airport he's at. Do you think he gets upset when he's crashing? Because normal people be like, oh my God, I'm ready. To- I'm ready to hit the ground now. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. See, I've turned him into Bob Dylan doing a 17-minute song. You know who else, though, is like Harrison Ford on talk shows? <laughs> Bruce Willis is like that on talk shows, where he is dry toast Bruce terrible Willis, on talk shows. You know what? Bruce shows. Willis almost looks like he's playing a game with everyone he talks to. Well, that to. might be it. Maybe, How, it's, it's maybe a, that's it. Harrison Ford, I think, truly is that guy. Bruce Willis goes into every conversation, I think, playing a game with himself, saying, how uncomfortable can I make the other person? That might be it. But it, it is it is very uncomfortable because it looks like Bruce Willis, when he goes on these talk shows, it's like no one told him this is all supposed to work. Like he goes in going, well, I don't know what they're about to do, but in case they try to jump me, I'm going to be ready to fight. And it's like, why? You're talking to Joy Behar. Like what? Is- so you did a new movie. How do you know that? <laughs> well, you're here to promote it. Where did you get this intel? Who told you that? It's like you literally, the, it's opening tomorrow. You were on the red carpet last night. I would sign Bruce Willis for a movie. And then in his contract, I would say you're not allowed to go on any shows to promote the movie. Oh. It would be the opposite. No, you don't want him out there because he's just wholly unlikable. What did I tease? Jim Harbaugh. So Jim Harbaugh may be going to the NFL. I saw this on 11 Warriors this morning. Uh, a recruit's father was talking to the Michigan insider and he was asked, Hey, did the, did the possibility of Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL ever come up in the conversations that you had with coach? And the father said, father's name is Larry. He said, he said he'd entertain it. He was upfront with us about that. I had coach Harbaugh speak to my pastor. They had a good conversation. Our pastor asked him about that, and that was his reply that he gave him. Let me tell you, and again, it takes a special type of person to be a college football coach. 
right? Yeah. You've got to go schmooze and, you know, hey, I'm not just, you know, your son's coach. I'm going to be like you. I'm going to be like his father and we're going to have a great relationship and I'm going to mold him into a man. And then the guy in front of you says, that's great. I'm sold. Can you talk to my pastor now? Because he's really the one that makes the decisions for the family. Yeah. I, I couldn't handle something like that. I would have a hard enough time trying to convince the the students to want to come play for me. Let alone all the, the parents. Let alone the extra whoever stuff. Whoever else, yeah. I, I will say what's also weird about that, and, and yes, we know, for those of you who missed the first part of the show, we are aware there's a, there's a tweet out there, I guess we'd call that, I don't know if you can call it a report, Amber Theo Harris, who covers the NFL. Well, it is a report. She's the only one reporting it. Yeah, she says, chirp, 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 my birdies say announcement soon, and then a picture of Jim Harbaugh putting on a headset. And then she says, not the Bears, it's not him going back to Michigan, it's an NFL job. People are trying to guess, is it the Jags? She says no. So it seems like he's going to take the Raiders job if this is all true, but... I then wonder, and I don't know, how long ago did they say this happened? Over the weekend? Or was this weeks ago? I can't remember. Well, it was recently. Kind of, okay. I didn't know if they gave a timeline of this happened two days ago or it happened two months ago. But that question from the pastor and all that, while that story is whole interesting, if he is looking at going to the NFL, I know you have to recruit and you have to do all that stuff, but was this, if it was recently, it makes me wonder, like, why is he going and doing that? If he had his eye on the NFL, why is he sitting down with the pastor and even bothering with all this? Why is he continuing the recruiting just to keep up appearances? I don't know the answer. Well, maybe the contract wasn't worked out then. Yeah, true right? enough. Maybe he's true just, enough. well, I'm, I'm just going to cover all my bases. Right. I, I'm, I'm just saying if this was within the last 48 hours, that would be weird. If it was a month ago, then that makes a little more sense. Uh, weird Antonio Brown story that made me laugh out loud. I'll share it with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watched an accident on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. It is in the intersection. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here in the meantime. Plan about a 10-minute slowdown. Strawberry Report is sponsored by Wendy's Hot and Buttery Breakfast Biscuit Sandwich. It's better breakfast o'clock at Wendy's because it all starts with a better biscuit. Get hot and buttery Wendy's Breakfast Biscuits made with oven-baked bacon or savory sausage, fresh-cracked egg and cheese. So don't risk your biscuit. Get Wendy's instead. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I would, no, no. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the week coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. I'm back on Instagram for anyone who cares because my wife has made me. You can find me there at Common Man Radio. My first picture was a picture of T-Bone and mm. Paul Keels doing it <laughs> that's exactly what we were doing in the middle of our office at our shared space where we are next to each other i have been on instagram for what it's worth but i don't ever post there but you're welcome to go follow well, go me. find t-bone maybe i'll maybe i'll put something on there just at degenerate the, t-bone the go find him yeah uh I'm, i laughed r- reading a mike florio article today which I, I never have said in my life 
But the headline is, Antonio Brown allegedly broke COVID protocol by sneaking date into hotel. I shall now read you the piece. That that I would just want to say that headline buries the lead a bit. Yes. That's why I'm going to read you this piece. <laughs> uh, if you thought the Antonio Brown saga couldn't get any weirder, you were wrong. Here's a sentence that made me laugh out loud. A social media influencer who once licked a toilet seat on an airplane in an effort to get COVID <laughs> claims that Brown snuck her into his hotel room in New Jersey on Saturday night, a violation of the team's COVID protocol. Someone named Ava Louise contends that she and Brown had sex in his hotel room at the Jersey City, New Jersey Weston Hotel and that Brown ranted about the league's COVID protocols. He allegedly said, F the NFL repeatedly. I hope he was yelling that during the act. I was going to say, what a weird thing to yell out during sex. My if that was what he Ava. F the NFL. <laughs> I'm Ava. Tonight you're the NFL. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, he also allegedly said, quote, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. I can't wait for you to see me tomorrow. Some are interpreting that as foreshadowing of his sideline outburst and exit. However, it's just as likely, if not more likely, he was boasting about what he planned to do in the game, catching footballs and scoring touchdowns and whatnot. Right. Could it could it be that he expected to do really well and then either the combination of his foot being or his ankle being sore and also not getting the looks, not getting open, not getting thrown to, Perhaps all of that and more combined with the fact that he had a romantic interest with someone and then told them, you'll see how great I am tomorrow. And then he did nothing. Maybe that all led to some of the meltdown, some of the external pressures he was putting on himself above and beyond what's already the pressure cooker of the NFL. So I don't know if her real her given name is Ava, but that's I mean, that's her name now. But let me tell you this, because I in that article or after seeing her name, I did go look up like this video to see, is that a real thing? And it is. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know where the toilet seat, I don't know if that was all staged in some way, or I don't know. Well, but, you know what, though? She still licked a toilet seat <laughs> on an airplane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I'm just saying, I don't think there's any way to really... You can wipe down, and it's still pretty freaking yeah, disgusting, there's, there's, man. There's no way to, there's no way to make that okay, but... There was the video, which was just disgusting. And then there was later on in this article, they had a photo of her, a still photo from the video where they just fr fr did a freeze frame mm -hmm. of where her eyes are looking up at the camera and she has her tongue on the toilet seat. And it's like, even if the video gets deleted, that picture's around forever of you licking a toilet seat. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Wrong day, but I don't care. Yikes indeed. Yeah. This girl. I wonder what she wanted to be when she grew up. I, I don't I think... I want to lick toilet seats on social media. Right. I don't think that whatever the plan was, I don't think we're following it. I don't think there was a plan to get to this point. I think whatever has happened may have just been a little more spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Social media influencer, that can be a plan. You can plan to do that. But if you, don't set, if you don't set some good guardrails for yourself, you don't know what you're going to do. You could end up doing that. Oh, by the way, she also says she tested positive for COVID after they had their night together. So, I mean. Yes, that was the other because she tweeted out a picture of the test and then said, the NFL, all, all your players better get tested because I was with this guy now, and I right. tested. Now, look, there is also a pretty good chance 
I mean, this chick is a media whore for her profession that she's just making all of this up. Could be, and right? It she, could all be. She wasn't with be him and none of this took place. But I, and, and you are doing the thing that I often do. But as we have both stated multiple times. Is it Tony annoying? Brown, well, it's not annoying. It's just we know that of the people who deserve the benefit of the doubt, Antonio Brown is probably one of the fewest people, one of the least people that we would say deserves that often. Right. So. Yeah, whatever. It's Anywho. Not, it could be real, could be not, but it's it makes for an interesting story. Do we know if OBJ's calling this chick over, too? Because Go ahead. You know, Whenever, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, he's, he's known for sliding into DMs and saying, I'm going to pay you to come down here and have sex with me. Mm-hmm. P.S. Don't, don't wipe your ass. Okay. I'm ready for All you. Right. All right. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Hey, you egged me on. You encouraged me. I didn't egg me. you anything. You could have shut me down I right there. I was trying to stand back and say, stand I don't want to be. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. You don't want to be a part of this. Will you stop? I mean, I do want to be a part you, of this show. Of course show. you want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of that one little part of the conversation just because it turns my stomach. Um, we also have some uh, little bit of breaking news from the NFL. Somebody has entered COVID protocols. A big name. Who's that? But he's not a player. Who's that? He's not a coach. Ooh, ooh. Hello, friends. Oh, I, yeah, I knew that. Oh, you did? Yeah, Jim Nance. It was in the prep today. It was? Yes. I thought I, re- I read the prep like a million times. Well, and you I- didn't read that story. I just didn't include it in the sheet because I didn't think people cared about Jim Nance. <sighs> I, just, right. I, I guess s- I won't send it to Bone anymore. Oh, right. Morning Stop. Prep. I read it. Ted, you know this. I go over the sheet. Ted, he looks like someone doesn't care prep. about your prep. Oh, <laughs> All that work <laughs> you put go. into the prep. There we go. I've read it like three times. How did I, I miss this? Well, he got in early today, though. Yeah, I got in. I did. Mm-hmm. I got in early. A lot of stuff to do. I'm going to go look at it again. I'm going to go look at it right now. What were you doing today? You were taping something today. What were you taping? I was recording a spot. I wasn't tape. I was. There's, oh. no, there's no tape in this building, Mike. Actually, I can't oh. say that. I can't say that because the last time I said that was to now a psychopath who runs the Lions, who I said, there's no tape in this building, and then he spent the whole commercial break running around the building betting me $500 that if he found tape, I would owe him $500 to find and he did. He he went to Skip Mossick's office and like punched open a safe and found a piece of tape, like an what actual. Do think, audio what else recording do you think tape. is in Skip Mossick's safe? I I don't I don't know. A few locks from Terry Smith's hair. I'm gonna say. How's Terry doing? He's out in uh, Anaheim, or well, you know, he's with the Angels, right? He's out that way. He's still out there. I think so. Okay, I think he's still doing that. I don't know. Uh, where is all this name, image, and likeness money going? I'm gonna tell you. And then I'm going to lick a toilet seat. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-71 northbound after North Broadway. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some heavy backups. And you'll also find slowdowns on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. Still working on an accident with injuries in the intersection. Emergency crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with a three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only, price and participation vary. Tax. Extra. Eliana Ray with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. No college education and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. How much money would it take to get you to lick a toilet seat? Oh, I... Well, well, let's back that up for a second. Are we talking public or... One of ours. Oh, here at the station. Here at the station. Yikes. One of our toilet well, seats. I've, I've seen the splash zone on that thing. Well, there's a splash zone, and I know this because sometimes I see the remnants when I come in. Chops takes craps down here, even okay. though he's not supposed to. Well, it's, you know, whatever. It's I'm, uh, but Whatever is his naked ass has been on there. <laughs> Well, no, I right. I'm just saying that's a different conversation. We're talking about licking a toilet seat. Um, uh, it would be it how much would, money? Millions, millions. Well, let me let me be. To let, let me ask. The let me seat. ask this question: Am I able to decide this myself, or does does my wife have knowledge that this offer's been made to me? Because I'm guessing if my wife knows, no, she, she would knows. Say, okay, then it would be she much knows. less. She would she would like say, seven dollars. She would say for like I Arby's don't know coupon. For like twenty five grand, she was like, "You're doing that." And I'm like, "I no, I that's that's too low for me." But she would she would probably want me to do that. What about you? What's your number? Um, do you get to Clorox wipe? That's another no, 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 no. no. Oh, There's none of that. I thought we were doing this nope. where I could come, come in. You and are Nirvana. I could Clorox this thing all to death, but it's still I know that everything's no. happened there. Nope, nope, nope. This is the seat where it happened. No Cloroxing, no oh. wiping. All right, how much? If there's a splish splash, we're taking a bath, you got to... How much? You're dodging. Five mil. Oh, well, you just gave me crap for saying it'd be multiple million dollars. Five million dollars. Your multiple. standards are lower than mine. No, Ted, I said, Teddy would do it for $10. $10 I guarantee. No, no. How I, much, I, though? 10000 I bet you would. No, it's got to be more than that. That's right. I, I'm thinking, bottom line, it's got to help me financially, so I'm thinking like two hundred grand. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Now, how about if we had the decision where, say, the toilet seat's clean, and you go in and you use the toilet, and so there is some splashing that goes on, and then you can, you have to what lick a, the toilet right. seat. So you know it's from you. Ugh. God. <laughs> Would it be not, much lower price? I want to point out that normally... <laughs> I'm the one who drives these conversations <laughs> off the cliff. But Ted has done it. I'm negotiating well, a, here. But now it's a good question, Mike. I'm curious. Would that take you down below the one million mark? If it was if I knew it was Clorox cleaned, yeah. and it was just me just that had you. used it. Just you. Yeah, I think I would do it then for like two hundred grand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I um I would look like a toilet seat fresh out of the package. I'd do that for... Well, I've done that just for fun. <laughs> That's how you bless it before you put it on your seat. Right. You just lick it and then you put it on I don't there. do it a little lick either. I do all around the rim. Yeah. Um, yeah I agree. That's just for Good you, job. buddy. Just for so, you. So, you have changed our house because you brought Why? up the soft-closed toilet seats to me many years ago. And yeah, now... And you mocked me. 
I did I? Yeah, you did. I probably did. But now we have them in the house and I can't I can't function in society without because well, now I, I slam everything if it's not a soft close because I've just gotten so used Kristen's to it. Kristen's like a total idiot where one of them breaks. And I can understand the first time slamming it, right. but then every single time until I replace the toilet seat, it's just whack. Yeah. Just it's oh, still a regular it's a toilet big, seat. Big thud. We yeah. went our entire lives with regular toilet seats. Soft clothes, though, is like a game changer. It's not that much more money. If what about put- the drawers? Do you have the soft clothes closed drawers as well in the kitchen? No, we do not have those. You have to get those. Must be nice. Dad, do you have those? Or do you just put all that money into the remote car starter? Is that how that works? That's right. No, I don't have the drawers or the toilet seats. I told you, I walked out of here one time. It was me, Timmy, and Ted. We're walking out. You were off. And I go outside, and it's cold. It was, was it snowing? It was definitely cold. As we're walking out, Timmy's car is just purring away, idling, nice and warm. Oh, he's got it too? Teddy's car idling nice and warm. I had my best must-be-nice moment ever. I said, boy, it must be nice. I'm going to get into this old crap box over here. It's basically just a refrigerator. I'm going to sit here for five minutes, try to warm it up while you two just drive away in luxury. Must be nice. All right, let's talk about name, image, and likeness money. Talking about what's be nice. Yeah, this players is, are making some cash. This is good. Uh, six months in, here's how the money is being dispersed. Football athletes dominated the name, image, and likeness scene. They make 47% of NIL earnings, which is not surprising to you, but maybe the other sports are in terms of the percentage. You would think maybe that men's basketball would be number two on this list, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not. Number two on this list is women's basketball with 27.3% of the earnings. Men's basketball is fourth with 15.6%. Then it's women's volleyball with 2.4% and baseball with 1.1%. Yeah, I I think that's... I would say women's volleyball was a little surprising to me to see up there. But if you look at the numbers relative, right, women's basketball accounting for 27%, a lot of that is in the fact that there were a few players at UConn who got pretty significant deals. Yeah, it was a Paige Beckers deal. and was it Ryland Turner that got... I don't remember who else it was. I know Paige Beckers was one of them, but... Oh, Ryland Turner was the UCLA soccer player. Oh, okay, right. I don't she remember, also got a big deal. I don't remember who else got some of that money, but yeah, so that might be changing the numbers a bit, but football and basketball being at the top and then other sports coming in after it. I'm, I was always going to wonder after football and basketball, what would be the next highest sport? Women's volleyball. Very interesting. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Quinn Ewers was got his NIL money by licking a toilet seat that just said Rikert on it. He just, <laughs> just, lick, just licking it. I don't know about that. He's making that kombucha money the, now. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was a kombucha sponsored toilet seat. Speaking, been that. Of, speaking of money, so Caleb Williams, the Oklahoma quarterback, has entered the portal. I like I image I have the image of him just living in the portal. Yeah. He's in like the contraption that Goldblum used in the fly. That's what the portal is to that's me. That's right. Well well Spencer Rattler entered the portal because he obviously thought, well, Caleb Williams is going to be the guy here. I better move on. And then isn't didn't he end up at South Carolina? Am I wrong? Yes. Okay. You're right. So Caleb Williams is in the portal. He is not ruling out going back to Oklahoma. Um, we thought maybe he'd be going to USC because that's where Lincoln Riley has gone. But there was a report today. I don't know if this makes any sense. 
Well, I guess it does if this is true. Former NFL quarterback Charlie Batch is in the financial world now. He's looking to be part of a deal that would transfer $1 million to Caleb Williams if he transfers to Eastern Michigan for one season. That is very interesting. Well, we saw this with the number one recruit in the 2022 class who was supposed to go to, was it Florida State? Yeah, it was right, one of the right, Florida right. schools. Yeah, it was. Well, Florida State was, yes, thought to be the place. And instead went to Jacksonville State. Coach Prime? Is it Jackson State or Jacksonville State? I think it's it Jackson. Jackson, Jackson State. State. Yeah, okay. Jackson State. Coach Prime. Deion yes, Sanders. Deion, Deion Sanders is there. He decided to go there and then promptly signed a big deal with the gambling entity from Barstool. Right. And people said, well, that's Deion Sanders has a, a connection with Barstool, and that must have been the connection there, and he's just going there to make money. Could it be that Caleb Williams is the next guy to take advantage of that and just pocket a million dollars and say, all right, I'll go to Eastern Michigan for a year, and maybe I'll play, maybe I won't, but I'm going to make some money. I would hope he's not going to go there and not play, right? I would think he would be able to get the job if he goes there. Well, yes, I mean, maybe it's his choice. Oh, maybe he just sits out. I don't yeah. think they're paying him if he's going to sit out. But uh, to your point, I, I understand some people who feel that that's bad or, or maybe not great. What makes it weird for me is that Charlie Batch, that's one where at least maybe some of his records, cause I believe he holds quite a few records there, like a single season record might be at risk if you <laughs> tell a guy who's one of the front runners for the Heisman, hey, come in here and play at this school. You'd, you'd basically be helping get someone in there who's going to rewrite the record books, possibly, that has some of your name on it, and now he's going to be the one with the name at the top. I don't think that necessarily matters to Charlie Batch. I'm sure he wants to see some notoriety happen for his school, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Where I ultimately come down is this. Why do people go to college? Not, not football players, not basketball players. Why do people go to college? What is the thing they are doing? Is it to have a good time only? Is it to really learn about art history? Or is it because to get that money, you're going to need that degree? For 99% of people who go to college, it's because they think, if I want to get any type of good job, I need to at least have a four-year degree. So you're going to college to make money. I mean, yes, you want to learn. Yes, you want to develop lifelong friendships and all that other stuff is great. Have a good experience. But if there was no paycheck waiting at the end of it, I don't know how many people optionally would just say, oh, for fun, I'll go do that. When you could get the same job, even if you didn't have a degree. So let's not be fake about what college is. A lot of people go there because that's the way they believe they're going to get the ultimate paycheck when they start working. That's the way they believe they're going to have financial viability down the road. So I don't blame someone who makes a financial decision about going to college because that's what everybody's doing. Bone, it is time for the season finale of NFL Picks. It's your last chance this season to compete against the both of us. If you beat us, you will get four medium one-topping pizzas from Omeo's Pizza and the respect from us. I don't know what that means. The respect. You'll also get the rare opportunity to lick our toilet seats. Mm, no. Call now. No, you don't. 614-821-9710 is the phone number. NFL Picks are next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle has been cleared from the roadway of 71 northbound after North Broadway, but plan on some residual slowdowns over there. And an accident with injuries still being worked on on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. This is an injury crash with police now on scene. Please be very careful. Striving Report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Seasoned beef with a three cheese blend? Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only price and participation very tax extra. Help me array with fan traffic. Hey, Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. There have been, or there are three teams the Bengals are likely to face in the first round of the playoffs. Which one do you want them to play? The Chargers, the Raiders, or the Colts? I will take the Raiders all day, every day, if I'm yeah, picking if, opponents. If you're looking at it from a Bengals fan standpoint, yeah, I would think you would you would go that route. I think of those three teams, the Raiders are the Least of the good. So, now, it's yeah. not because I'm scared of Carson Wentz with the Colts, because Carson Wentz will do something terrible, because that's what Carson Wentz does. But I don't want Jonathan Taylor running the football on me. Yeah, I don't want to see that guy in the postseason. And I, I feel like the Chargers are going to make the playoffs, and then I feel like they are going to be a tough out. Well, and the Bengals have seen the Chargers. Yeah. And lost right. to them. Yeah, exactly. Are you ready? Yep, let's do it. NFL picks. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bones, NFL Picks. All right. Our guy this week is Zane. If he beats the both of us, he gets four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. Oh, just... Uh, What'd you do now? I just spilled my water again. You spilled your water? <sighs> In here? God, what is the matter with me? Uh, do we have... Uh, we don't have any... Uh... Teddy, go get me some paper towels. Give me that. Stupid. How much water did you spill? Just a little bit. Oh, Lord. This is the second time, by the way, today that I've spilled today. water. Yeah, you have. I spilled it at my desk earlier like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, radio it, now? It was right we as we were beginning to do something, Jesus. too. You were about to go God, do something. Thankfully, there wasn't a lot of water All right, in there. That's good. We need to get you a sippy cup. Oh, God. Common man what here for mouse? sippy cups. The mouse ruined now? Yeah, probably. Probably fried that Zane, thing. are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, sorry, I'm stupid. Here we go. Uh, these games are on, sat- on Saturday. Kansas City at Denver. I'm going to take the Chiefs on the road. Uh, I am going to go with the Chiefs as well. I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. Thank you, yep. Thank you, Teddy. By the way, I have no idea who's playing in these games, who's playing who. I'm just picking the better oh, yeah. team. Let me tell you right now, I am uh, I'm ignoring all of that and just picking. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, Teddy's Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia. I will take the boys on the road. I'm going Dallas, too. Yeah, I, I got to go with Dallas. All right, here are the Sunday games. 
Cincinnati Bengals at the Brownies. Case Keenum, of course, starting for the Browns. Joe, Joe Burrow not playing for the Bengals. I'm going to take the Brownies at home. You know, I know we're going to pick the same on this one because I feel like the Browns are going to do the dumb thing, which is win this game. And so that's what will happen. They would It'd be better if they lost to get better draft position. They won't do that. They'll find a way to win. Yeah, I'm a Browns fan, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they do the right thing. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Okay. Green Bay at the Detroit Lions. This is a game where I'm actually going to pick the team that I shouldn't pick because the Packers are playing no one. I will take the Lions at home. I'm still going to take the Packers on the road. I don't care. Yeah, I like the Packers. The Bears on the road at Minnesota. This is Andy Dalton for the Bears because Justin Fields tested positive for COVID. I'm going to take the Vikings at home. I'm going to take, yeah, Minnesota as well. I'm going to go with the Bears. Washington football team on the road at the Giants. Give me Washington on the road. I'm going to take the Giants at home because I'm stupid. I'm going to go with Washington. Indianapolis Colts on the road at Jacksonville. Give me the Colts. Colts. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Steelers on the road at Baltimore. Lamar Jackson not playing in this one. Uh, Give me the Steelers on the road. I'll go Baltimore at home. I'm going to go with Steelers. Tennessee Titans on the road at Houston. Uh, Titans still playing for that number one seed. Give me the Titans on the road. Yeah, I got Tennessee too. Yeah, I got Tennessee. New Orleans Saints at Atlanta. Yikes. Uh, Give me the Falcons at home, I guess. I'll go Saints on the road. I'm going to go with the Saints. Jets on the road at Buffalo. Give me the Bills. I'll go Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo. San Francisco 49ers on the road at the Rams. Give me the Rams. I'll go L.A. Yeah, Rams. Uh, Patriots on the road at Miami. Give me the Pats. Patriots here. Near England, yeah. Seattle on the road at the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals at home. I'll go Arizona. I'm going to go with Seattle on that one. Carolina on the road at Tampa. Give me the Bucks. I'll go Tampa, too. Yeah, Tampa Bay. And Sunday night football, the Chargers at the Raiders. Winner take all unless they tie, which we know they won't do. Give me the Chargers on the road. Yeah, I just said pick the Chargers. I'm taking them. Going to stay consistent there. I'm going to go with Chargers. Give me a point total for that game, Zane. Uh, 45. 45. Boner? I literally wrote down 45, so I'll say 40, 41. How about that? I'll give you a little room there. Spilled water all over the place. <laughs> that's gonna second that's, time today. I I don't know when the last time was I spilled water or anything. No, not in I'm here. I'm not a spiller. Well, you are now. I'm gonna call you CJ. CJ Spiller. Yep. You know that I'm pissed off at myself. I know you are, and I, I know that. Be. Here's the other thing that I know. If I call you on Sunday and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" You're like, "Still mad about that stupid water thing from Friday." Like, yeah, this and will, I this be. will bug you. For this the, is what happens, man. I'm not the type of person who just brushes stuff off. I punish myself, and that's Why? what people should do. It's an accident. No, you people should punish it. When you do something wrong, don't just brush it off and say, ah, what are you going to do? Ah, no regrets. I punish myself. Or, I mean, couldn't you just, like, not bring something in here if it doesn't have a lid? Yeah, you could do that. You could, like, take a measure so that it won't happen again. No? You're going to beat yourself up all weekend for it. And then not change your behavior. <laughs> if, if I spilled on a regular basis, I would change my behavior, you do. You're going to bring in some bottled water for me? What are you going to do? Just no. filling up in the faucet like a regular we don't, we guy. Don't, well, we don't do bottled water because we got Connecticut. I'm just going to let you know. 
Love those guys. Oh, that's another freebie. <laughs> How many freebies are you going to toss <laughs> at him this, this week? Let's do this week. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. But traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. And that disabled semi has been cleared from 270 eastbound before I-71. But traffic is slow here as well. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. Dell Technologies New Year event helps you save up to 45%. Transform your workspace on high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security. Call an advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. On the NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. I nominate myself for Tool of the Week for spilling water twice here at the radio station today. Once at my desk and once here in the studio. Oh, no. Just that's a that's a poor track record there. But yeah, that it is, is poor. Now, here's the thing. It's only one day. So even if you spill like two more times today, I'm not worried about you. If we get back into like Wednesday of next week and it's just spill-o-rama. I'm just telling you, I'm not a spiller. If there were advanced metrics about me spilling... I'd be one of the best in the business. Steady Eddie, reliable. Yet today, two spills. You know you know who else is usually pretty good at not spilling their drinks? Adults. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, most adults, are Are you around a lot of people who spill that look are adults? At, look at you, man. I'm just saying, you had, you. you had a bad day. That's what most people do who spill. That's what I'm saying. You spill once, you spill twice, then you probably don't do it again for, yeah, what, a couple I, I years? Tell, you know, when you, when you have a day... I go out of my way to no, boost reading, you up. You are and reading that totally make wrong. Make you feel better about you yourself. You are reading that totally like, wrong. Man, you're around a lot of adults at spill. No, that may have to go to the hospital. He has something wrong that, with see, you. See, Teddy you got some carpal tunnel from too you're much reading of the porn that, pad you're there. Reading, huh? Well, that could be. You're reading that totally wrong. What I'm saying is, you say things like. I don't spill. And it's like, yeah, and most people don't spill. You're well, not come to my house and hang out with my wife for a little while. Oh, does she spill a oh, lot? She spills all the time. Well then see She's that's worse than the five year old. She might be in the bottom five percent, is what I'm saying. Because that's that's not normal. We don't have a lot of spills in our house other than the children who, as they've gotten older, have progressively gotten better at not spilling. Teddy, when was the last time you spilled something? Now I need to know how bad this is. I I can't remember the last time I smelled yeah, that's, something. That's it's right. That's what that I'd say. Ago. I'd say most people are like that. Yeah, so I'm saying tell you. you're like most people in that you don't spill a ton, but then you had an accident and it happens. And another one. And, an, and another one because it's just, it's a compounding day. Well, I'll tell you, Triple H spilled yesterday. He spilled water all over the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have a lot of spills around here. 
Yeah, you're a lot, you know, like him. Then I guess. <laughs> well, I yeah. I saw there was water on the floor. I said, "Who spilled water?" Triple H said, "I did." What am I supposed to do about it? I said, "Go get a paper towel and clean it up." <laughs> he just left it on the floor and walked away. We don't have paper towels. No, we don't. We have like a we have one of the the bathroom paper towel dispensers out outside of a bathroom. So you have to stand there and go eh, and get one. Matty Ice spilled his broccoli last week. <laughs> he did all Is over that, the floor, and That's you cleaned not, that up, didn't you? I did clean it up. That's not a liquid, though. But you're right. It's still a mess. Is, that a still spill? A mess. is there a difference between a spill and a drop? I feel like a li- Yeah, I feel like that's more of a drop and a liquid spill. Knocking over a glass is what we're talking about. Okay. I did have... I had one spill when I was a kid that was... It would compounded quickly because I dropped a... I bumped the counter with a full glass of water. The glass fell to the floor. Chatter? As I was trying to catch it, it shattered and a shard of glass went up into my fingers and i got a gash i got a big old gash there and i had to go get stitches and no and how about this to top it all off not to bring the whole show down but that happened as my parents had the car packed to drive to new jersey because my great-grandmother my dad's grandmother had passed away at a very ripe old age she lived a wonderful life but they were leaving to go to the funeral, and then they had to take me to get stitches. So the Man. whole day, like, what I a dropped day. a glass, and the whole day was and like... And that was the moment your parents also told you you were adopted, in that moment. <laughs> right. As a parent now, I I fully understand how annoying that would have been, even though it wasn't anybody's fault. It just happened. It was a mistake. But yeah, that's that's I've had a bad day, is what I'm telling you. Uh, rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. All right, big rumors today. We have not seen this really develop anymore since right before the show, but there is the report out there that Jim Harbaugh is fixing to take an NFL head coaching job. Yeah, Amber, Amber Theo Harris, who is an NFL reporter, she has over 270,000 followers on Twitter, and she is verified checkmark. She's on Sirius and NFL Network, and yeah. She spilled the beans, as we like to say. <laughs> spilled. Spilled the, the beans. The theme of the show. She tweeted out, and it's this is not like breaking news. Sources say this is done, blah, 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 blah. What she tweeted was, chirp, chirp, chirp. My birdies say announcement soon. And then she tweeted out a gif, along with that tweet, of Jim Harbaugh putting his headset on. And so then she tweeted out, because she misspelled on that. She tweeted out something clarifying it, but basically confirming she is talking about Jim Harbaugh. And so people started tweeting at her and saying, uh, is this him announcing that he's going to stay at Michigan? And she said, no, it's an NFL job. And then someone said, Bears? And she said, bears. not the Bears. Not the Bears. And then she, someone said, Jags? And she said, not the Jags. It would never be the Jags. The Jags are stupid. Shad Khan is stupid. There's no way after the urban debacle he's going back to that well and hiring Jim Harbaugh. No way. Well, and then furthering this whole discussion, right? So that, that leaves one very obvious choice. It's got to be a team that is clearly without a head coach as a permanent head coach solution. They have an interim, but they are hiring. And it would have to be the Raiders. That mm-hmm. would have to be the team. But furthering that, you might say, well, wait a second. Why would they be so close to signing their head coach even if they're on the brink of making the playoffs? You know, do you really want to have this type of news get out that soon as you're going into a weekend where you might make the playoffs with the interim guy, Rich Basaccia? But you have to remember, it is the Raiders and Mark Davis. If there was an owner where he would have this circus happen 
around when his team has a playoff spot on the line, it would be him. And it can't be anybody else. We were racking our minds about what the other possibility could be. If there were another NFL team interviewing, we would have gotten wind of that. Right? I mean, it's there's no other open jobs. No other NFL coach has been given notice. You wouldn't no, be able I, to sneak I, the interview process. Even if Jim Harbaugh is your guy, you still have to go through the process and interview. No other team has done that. Well, what also could be tricky is, I don't, and I don't know how many interviews the Raiders have already done, but assuming they would theoretically have the the runway to have done that, right? Yes. They, they could easily say if someone's like, hey, you're interviewing candidates, like, right, because we don't have a head coach. We have an interim guy. So that's the only one that makes sense. Even if the Bears were genuinely the team, which she has said that's not the case, they still couldn't be interviewing anybody right now. They would have to wait until they officially fire Matt Nagy. Well, here's an interesting thing, too, because now what does this do for Michigan? It, it uh, obviously kills them for this year. You're going to see tons of recruits transferring out. It's also a blow to your ego because you thought finally you were going in the right direction with Jim Harbaugh. You were patient with him. You kept him around. He was your guy. He got over that mountain this year by beating the Buckeyes, winning the Big Ten. Did nothing else, but that's what he did, so let him live. And you think maybe this is the start of something new. But now he scoots out of here as soon as that's accomplished. You brought up maybe Bill O'Brien comes in and takes that job. But and yeah, I guess that would be best case scenario for them if you like Bill O'Brien. He's interviewing for pretty much every job in America, both college and pro. I saw he was interviewing for pro jobs today. The worst case scenario is he's offered a pro job. Well, right. right? And then Bill O'Brien's off the table. Now what do you do? Do you just settle for like Evan Gaddis or something like that? They would They would probably either Josh Gaddis, right? Josh Gaddis, yeah. him too. I would think they would stick with someone in-house then at that point. But I wonder this. I've just thinking about this over the last... Because she's the only one who's reported this or even put this out there. No one else seems to have confirmed this, but she has ties to the Ravens. She used to work for them, so she would know John Harbaugh, you would think. Now, maybe you would say, why would John Harbaugh call up a reporter right before all this stuff is going on and give this info to her? Maybe he didn't, but I could see a scenario where Jim Harbaugh wants to get this info out there to help Michigan. You know, maybe he feels bad about doing this, and he says, I don't want Michigan to be in a place where they have to deny, 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 and pretend like we're going to work towards a solution. They can, if this is starting to get out there a little bit, that I'm leaving, that then gives boosters and other people a chance to then reach out and have realistic talks about who they want to bring in and what they want to do about the job. It does give them a chance, too, to test the fan base and see what the fan base thinks of certain people it also then gets it out there enough that if you suddenly were calling up someone like bill o'brien and saying hey put a placeholder in would you want to go to michigan because if you do that might be a thing soon like all this getting out there could actually help michigan a little bit in their search maybe that's why harbaugh jim or john would let this slip out or at least get to a point where a reporter would hint at it publicly. I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing there, but that seems at least plausible to well, me. There, first of all, this reporter's not hinting. This reporter is telling. No, you're right. right? Just she, But I'm saying she didn't report it as sources, this is happening, announcement coming Monday or whenever. She just well, said... Well, right, but she didn't say looks sides, like it's happening. sides are engaging in conversation. It is announcement coming soon. Announcement soon. Which means the decision told. has been made, the contract has been agreed upon. 
perhaps we've seen this all the time. Maybe Jim Harbaugh finish up the season and he's sitting at home saying, all right, yep, now I'm going to cash in. They're going to give me all my money back that they took away last year and I'm going to get a new contract. And maybe the response he got from Michigan wasn't great. Yeah, so now be. he's planting this story, trying to get them to panic and give him another contract. I guess, I guess that could be, but you would also think he would just be able to go up and say, hey, do you see this? This is real. I have an offer. Here's the team. Make your offer. Let's go. You would think. Maybe they didn't believe him. <laughs> Maybe they said, well, if you have an NFL job, then you, you probably should take it. Maybe Boy. he was surprised by that. Yeah, it could be. Maybe he, and then maybe that's, there's that too. Maybe he doesn't care how it looks for Michigan. Maybe he's just saying, well, fine. If you want to blow this up, then I'll blow it up first. This is, uh, has the potential to be a pretty big story. So if we hear more, we will tell you about it. Common Man and T Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Uh, what else did I have? Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. I saw a fan is suing the Jets and the Giants because he's stupid. Did you see this? Yes. He's saying, hey, man, you can't call yourself the New York Giants, the New York Jets. You play in the state of New Jersey. I want $2 billion worth of damages. <laughs> Look, man, Look. I'm not saying their legal system is everything it's cracked up to be. I don't know. I'm not that much of a scholar on it. I do enjoy the powdered white wigs. But you want to know why you don't see lawsuits like this in England? Because loser pays. Because well, you can't just file stupid lawsuits like this and shrug your shoulders and say, whoa, hey, and get some weird old lawyer to take it for you. But I will say, you know, not that, I mean, I don't care. Rip our legal system all you want. It's got plenty of flaws. But people always bring up these stories like, oh, looky there, our dumb legal system. And, and then go check on this in two weeks. And you know what's going to happen? A judge has thrown it out. This guy's ordered to pay the court, you know, pay like his lawyers to file it at least. But th nothing will come of this. Like, people throw these, like, look at all these frivolous lawsuits. But they never do anything. The only ones that you ever hear about, like, when it turns out the woman got burned by the McDonald's hot coffee, years later we found out, like, oh, yeah, the reason that happened was because she got third-degree burns. She had to go to the hospital. She wrecked her car because it was so hot. And also, they took away most of her settlement and gave her like sixty grand. And all she ever wanted in that in the first place was to get her hospital bills paid well, for. Well, this guy wants $2 billion. He ain't going to get it is what I'm telling you. I like, say they just move the team in response to this lawsuit. <laughs> we'll, we'll move them. Well, also, I, I, yeah, what do you, yeah, they just built a billion dollar stadium. What do you want them to no, do? His whole thing is, man, it's so hard to get out there. It's tough to drive. Well, I, we have you to know, take public transportation. That may be one of my biggest pet peeves of life is hearing people from the New York, New Jersey area talk about how far away things are. Do you not have things called trains, subways, and one of the best transport systems no, in the he, world? He's taking all that stuff. It's a pain in the ass. <sighs> he wants it right next door to his uh, house. Oh, uh, the don't live in New York, dude. Because New York's gigantic. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he wants it right next door to his uh -huh. house. The USFL has announced some of their head coaches. Big names coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find on East Cook Road at Carl Road, there is an accident in that area causing some heavy backups. Please be careful as the road begins to clear. Striving Report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. File in a way that fits you and get the refund you deserve. Guaranteed. Jackson Hewitt Tax Pros can help you find thousands worth of new tax credits. Schedule an appointment with one of their tax pros and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools, at manandbone971. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. Here on The Fan, the USFL is 100 days to kickoff. Yes. And now we're learning about who the coaches are going to be. Todd Haley, your guy. Oh, yeah. Kevin Sumlin, Mike Riley, Bart, is it Andrews? I don't know this guy. And then I looked at his resume. There's a reason why I don't know him. Uh, he coached in the CFL, UFL, NFL Europe as well. Okay. So uh, he's going to lead the, this Bart Andrus, Andrews guy, is going to lead the Philadelphia Stars. All right. Mike Riley is going to lead the New Jersey Generals. Kevin Sumlin will host the or coach the Houston Gamblers. Sure. Todd Haley will coach the Tampa Bay Bandits. I had seen Gene Chizik's name attached yesterday, too, although nothing official from him. <laughs> what was Gene Chizik's little hashtag he had that was oh, like... It was, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. It was something to the effect of... Oh, it was instead of wisdom, it was... Chisdom. 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 Pearls of <laughs> pearls of chisdom, maybe? What I don't know. A piece of crap. All yeah. right, 100 days out from the USFL. And, of course, we're all very excited here. Or we're not. We're not. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I, I, I guess if these were, are these, is this the league that's being played all in one location? Or are they yes, playing them? They're all in Birmingham. So this, the, why do we even assign team names to, to cities and states? I don't know. Because I guess not, the plan eventually is for the, these teams to return to their uh, I see. homes okay. and but play just there. Just for the but ease of starting up, they're going to do I, it I guess keep costs for, down. Yes, for that and probably pandemic reasons, I have no idea. The other teams that don't have coaches, the Michigan Panthers, the Pittsburgh Maulers, the Birmingham Stallions, and the New Orleans Breakers. Honestly, I feel like it's boring for me to say the same thing that I always say, but it's the way I feel. You want me to care about something like this, you have to give me an attachment to something I already care about. I'm not going to... Now, maybe the USFL has that with people who are, you know, much older, but who remember... All those team names, or many of them, from when that was a thing. But outside of those people who genuinely remember that and feel a connection to those names, which I would say that number's getting smaller and smaller as we go forward, I don't know what else you're going to develop there other than in Birmingham, there will certainly be people who say, oh, this is our city's thing for right now. I'll go check out a few games because I'm sure tickets will be available. They are the only non-NFL market, Birmingham. Well, right. All these but, other cities have NFL teams. But also, all the games are being played there. So you could just come out and probably, if you wanted to, sit there. You know, you you would have the access to see a lot of games if you wanted to and get into it a little bit. Like, if they said, 
Every single game of the basketball tournament is going to be played in Columbus, Ohio. Every one. Not just the ones featuring, you know, the Buckeye representative, Carmen's crew or whatever else, right? Like, if it was every one of these games going to be in Columbus, I bet you would see lots of people who would attend and just say, well, I'm watching a bunch of former college players go out and do this. That's kind of fun. It's our city's thing. Does that have the staying power nationally to get this where it needs to go? I just don't think so, man. The only way you're going to make a spring football league work is either to put it in Europe or to give it team names and call it Browns 2, Bengals 2, Lions 2. Like, let fans of those teams watch this and say, oh, that's a part of our organization. Some of those guys may play for us someday. League begins on April 16th. Fox owns this league. So they're going to broadcast some of the games. The NBC, for whatever reason, has gotten into bed with broadcasting the games, so some will be there as well. Here's why I think this will never even get off the ground. Or if it does, be grounded very quickly. The roster sizes. You know what the roster size is going to be for each team? I don't know, actually. 38 players. Yeah. How, first of all... That's not good. I mean, we're talking about NFL is a 53-man roster, okay? Mm -hmm. And we are still seeing teams that have to scramble to fill said roster because of what we have going on in society right now. Right. And they have, you know, practice squads, and they're pulling from other places, and they're doing whatever they can to patch holes. How are, in today's world... Is this all going to disappear by April 16th? I hope it does. It'd be nice, but I'm with you. I don't know what how, it's going to be How at in that the point. hell do you have a football team with a 38-man roster and expect to go out there and play a game? Well, not only that, but basically you're saying, because I'm sure there will be a, more than a few players who will go try to play both ways. That might happen. But you're still going to have situations where you're going to see a team go through some injuries and and basically have to almost field guys playing at least on special teams and also starting a game. And that's going to lead to more injuries. I just don't see that being no, a I know, great but we, idea. We see this in the NFL where sometimes we tune in on Sundays and say, Jesus, where did this guy come from? Yeah, you know, right. where'd, they, where'd they find this guy? What happens if they have a roster crisis in the USFL? I don't know. Where did they find this guy? Would the, the answer will actually be he was just working at Lowe's two hours ago. <laughs> He was filling your lumber order two hours ago, and now he's playing football on national television. I wish the people who believed in spring football so much would stop telling me about it. It feels, honestly, we were just talking about this in the break. It feels a lot like the people who want to convince you about NFTs. I know there's a lot of people making money on NFTs. Good for you. But every time you tell me about it, I go, you really need this to work, don't you? Like, there are genuinely people that I have talked to, sports fans, who say, I look forward to some of the spring football it's a handful of people that I can say I've spoken to in my life that have felt that way, but they're genuinely passionate. Not enough to keep that business afloat, though. That's what I'm getting to. There are people that are going to be passionate about anything. I just don't think, at least when it comes to the Uf- USFL, I don't think that's going to last. Well, that's okay, because then the XFL starts up in 2023. And I don't think that's going to last either. All these leagues are going to last a couple years max, and, and the, the only way to do it is to associate with the NFL. Tool of the Week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find a crash on I-71 northbound before Weber Road. This is causing delays from Hudson Street. Please be careful over here. And a disabled vehicle on I-71 southbound before Cook Road. Traffic is slow from Morse Road. Starving Report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season B for the three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation vary. Tax extra. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. The best tool today gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Are you ready? I am ready. Actually, uh, have I could nominate my own tool of the week. All right, go ahead. Mine is going to be Dan Orlovsky for this thing you just tweeted out a couple hours ago where he said, corn tortillas greater than flour tortillas. First of all, I don't necessarily disagree that corn tortillas, given the proper context, it depends on what you're eating, right? If you're eating like a birria taco, I want a corn tortilla. Yes. If I'm eating a giant burrito, I prefer a flour tortilla. And then on from there, there's different taco. No, he's got to give his hot takes. How about they can all be good? No. Depending on what you're using. I just don't. You need them both. If you're going to have, you know, any type of food in that genre. Yeah. You need corn tortillas and flour tortillas. They should get along happily. Hot Taco Shart says my tool of the year is Common Man or whoever decided to play the Nickelback is better than Tool segment during the best of while you guys were out. The eleven, the best 11 Nickelback songs on an album is still not even half as good as an album with the worst 11 Tool songs. Uh, Kenton Jones says this one's pretty easy. It's Kirk Herbstreet for the comments he made last weekend and for how hard he's going to try and walk them back without actually walking them back. He's already doing it. What show is he on? He was, uh, he was on throwing uh, out a bunch of gobbledygook about what he meant. Big Cat and PFT comments. That's right. That's right. And he was he yeah he made some convoluted thing about like well what I was actually trying to say got lost in translation. Oh really, Herbie? Is that suck when someone hears something that you think maybe wasn't given proper context and then hammers you relentlessly no, for he's it? Never done that ever. No, he's never. I, you know what I say, Mike? We give him the same grace. In that space. That he's given others. That he's given to others. That's what I say. BG says, my tools of the week are common man's family members looking forward to hearing the bad gifts he got for Christmas only to be robbed of that by gift cards. Well, didn't that... I I mean, I get what BG's saying there, but for your sake, did that work out then? That you've shamed them so relentlessly on the air about this? Yeah, I know, but I I actually said that, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I don't really have any more material, so I was hoping for some bad gifts. Just so I can come on the air and waste a segment or two. Right, and you got you got okay gifts this yeah, time. Yeah, well, they just gave me gift cards. They said, we're tired of hearing you make fun of us, so... There you go. All right. All right. Uh, Rob's Handle says, my tool of the week is the a-hole that disguises bizarre Hershey Kiss flavors and nearly identical wrappers as regular Hershey Kisses. If I wanted hot cocoa, sugar cookie, or candy cane, I would just go get those things. That's fair. 
I do like the cookies and cream Hershey's Kiss, though. I'm not going to lie. But I know what I'm He's getting. He's saying he wants this. a different wrapper. Yeah, you need to delineate. It needs to be shown that this is different. If you don't want that, don't eat it. Corn Crackin' Jimmy says, My tool of the week is Gordon Ramsay for not having a TV show critiquing jar farts. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh, Tom the Box says, My tool of the week, whoever is holding up the construction of a new Popeyes right by my house. The building is a closed-down BK that was bought to tear down and rebuild. It's had a permit to make this happen since June, and nothing has happened. Hashtag fatty. Yeah, that uh, number one, I appreciate the dedication that this guy was like, what are they doing with this Burger King? And then he went and found out the building permit, who had it, and what it's supposed to be, and then is disappointed it hasn't turned into that. I respect that, Tom. T-Bone Stan account says my tool of the week is Hayden, a.k.a. Triple H, for posting shirtless TikTok videos on the fan's account. He says now deleted. Talking about Bengals uniforms that never existed. He wasn't wearing clothes, and he didn't know the Bengals ever wore white helmets. Tool. What is the backstory behind this? I have no idea. I did, yeah. I was unaware of this, that we had shirtless Triple H on the TikTok, and he had to delete those. Well, maybe he just thought better of it later and said, you know what, that's not uh, what I want to put out there. Maybe he, you know, whoever T-Bone Stan account is, is uh, he's on it. Uh, Deanna says, my guys, excuse me, my tool of the week is me for listening to this show every day in the presence of my children. And now whenever we mention someone has died, my 10-year-old daughter in her best common man, vo- common man voice shouts, dead, <laughs> dead. <laughs> All right. Good job. Uh, Jen says, what's cracking? Excuse me. My tool of the week are open drink vessels. Like Common Man, I spilled all over my desk. I was celebrating the fact that I made it through the first work week of the year and knocked my glass of Prosecco over. Must be nice, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. Oh, just sitting here on a random Friday drinking my Prosecco. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Let her live. Uh, Fat Guy in Ohio says, Tool of the Week is whoever in the CBJ organization made the call to hire old raisin head Brad Brad Larson. All right. All right. (laughs) I thought for sure they were only giving him a courtesy interview on the way out, but some muffin brain gave him the keys. Easy tool of the season, in my opinion. I like that uh, Fat Guy in Ohio, whoever that is, he must be all nicknames all the time. Where it's like, That's I like Muffin it, man. I, I got no problem. Look at Raisinhead over there. Like, just he's got all kinds of names. Let him live. Uh, Ryan says, "My tool of the week is Chris Fowler, who complained out loud on the Rose Bowl broadcast about waking up in Miami and being in Cali for the Rose Bowl game. Taking a private jet coast to coast to get paid millions to talk about a game for a living is hard. Must be nice. That's." Solid take there, because, uh, yeah, man, we, we occasionally have our complaints about this business, but it is overall pretty good gig. But you and I aren't getting the Chris Fowler treatment if we are ever sent anywhere. I can't imagine complaining about that. Uh, Steve says, my guys. <laughs> Excuse me. My tool of the week is my dog, the neighborhood a-hole. He likes to run in the yard and not come in until I chase him. On my drive to work one morning, too far from home to turn around, I discovered that I stepped in one of his landmine poops. Oh. My dog is tooled. That is very unfortunate. Um, Bub says, Tool of the Week, WWE NXT 2.0. I don't know what 2.0 means, but Teddy will tell me. For firing Samoa Joe for the second time in a six-month period. 
What did he do to deserve this? The man is a Hall of Famer in my book. Show some respect. Teddy, what's 2.0 NXT? They just rebranded it. They changed all the, the colors and logos and got rid of most of their talent and brought in mm-hmm. new talent, okay. different talent, and okay. rebranded it. Good you job. Like it? Good? It's fine. Right. I mean, oh, I, I that, was, means, I, that means it sucks. Well, I like yeah, the I like the previous, the black I, and gold version. I version agree with one. you. Yeah. yeah. It was better. That's right. All right, Bone, pick a winner. I'm going to go with uh, Deanna, who's got her daughter saying dead after dead. everybody who dies. Dead. Uh, Deanna gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store. Song of the day today. Blue Tip from the 2011 album Move Like This from The Cars. The Cars broke up at... What? Easy for me to say. Broke up after their 87 album Door to Door. They had a long hiatus. Founding member Benjamin Orr died. Decided to make a comeback with this album in 2011 usually when older bands do new stuff i think it's fine for what it is but i think move like this is a pretty good cars album regardless of the year and despite how old these guys were at the time now rick okasic has now since dead died and he dead 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 he died in 2019 do you know where rick okasic started his musical journey no i have no idea columbus ohio well we'll let him live what was he what was he doing here He was uh, going to high school up in Cleveland. Okay. Came down here to gig around Ohio State, play some live venues around the city. All right. Met a couple other guys in the town, and they sort of started up the band here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, There you go. Very cool. So, you know, sometimes when he was still alive, because he would still come down here, and you may see him just popping in and out of a gallery, he's a pretty unique-looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's a skeleton with hair. And he would wear sunglasses in every single moment. So it was pretty easy to spot. Right on. Yeah. Anyway, if you enjoy the cars, but maybe did not pay attention to this thing in 2011, I think it's pretty good. Check it out. He had a little bit of a scuttlebutt when he died, too. Rick Ocasek, because he was divorcing his wife, yet they were still living in the same house. She found him dead Mm. after he had had some surgery. And then they broke open the will. And she's like, well, we're not divorced yet, so I'm going to get all this money. But then she found out that he disinherited her from the will without her knowledge. He also has six sons. And for reasons only known to him, he disinherited two of them. Oh, so wow. then So then they had to go to court and try and fight for some of the oh. cash. I don't know if they got any of the cash. Well, what a what a great story to head like, into hey, our weekend Hey, your dad's on. dead. Oh, and by the way, he's disinherited you. And he you. hates, you, you're, and you're you're never, no he hates money. you, and you'll never know why. Good luck with that. Rick Ocasek also was a, uh, a big producer. Oh, okay. He produced uh, a couple of Weezer albums. I, You know what? That, that At least that song, I don't know about the rest of the album, there's a band that we played years and years ago at the Christian radio station that came well before this album that you just played was made that I swear, if if I didn't know better, I would say Rick Ocasek listened to it and was like... What's the name of the make, band? Do you they're remember? called All Star United, and they, they put out an album Sounds that like was... like a soccer team. Well, that's... Yeah, they were very... They all wore like soccer track jackets and stuff. But yeah, that was... 
that that had a lot of a little bit of a techno pop vibe to it and that's exactly what they were doing and it sounds i mean obviously i'm sure he didn't hear it but that's what it reminded me of if anybody knows all-star united there you go go check them out they're rick okasic in his time a fantastic musician also in the running for ugliest man of all time (laughs) there you go not a good looking man tom petty looked like a gq model compared to rick okasic doesn't matter if you can get it done Make the music, man. That's all the people care Teddy, about. Teddy, what's Leanna think about the cars? She dig the cars? She did like that song you played. Yeah, she's a fan of the cars. All right, thank you. Good job. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. I approve. Watch out for an accident on Route 161 westbound after North High Street. This accident does involve injuries. Traffic is stop and go in this area and still continues to build as they try to get things cleaned up. And you'll find that disabled vehicle has cleared from I-71 southbound before Cook Road, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with a three cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. And participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Price and participation vary. Tax Extra. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone man. Timmy and I had some epic ping pong matchups today. Break ping pong. Some great shots. I'm telling you what, man. Olympic (laughs) ping pong sucks because it's like one super fast hit, maybe a return, and that's the end of it. You and I had a couple of them. We have rallies, man. Where it was like 20 shots going back and forth. Big shots, running around the table, tough angles. Mm Mm-hmm. If we had an audience there, they'd be going wild. Nothing beats a great short angle return, right? I'm with you. When you, you know, clear that net by two or three inches and land it on the short side of the table, God, what a great feeling. I bet it is. Is it like the feeling when you swish a basket? It is. I think I think that is one of the best feelings in You're all right, the world. You're right, it is. It is a great feeling, and I also had a pretty damn good day on the pop oh, he shot. Was, he was locked in on the pop. What, do you, think, what do you think my overall shooting percentage was today? Seventy percent. You, nice, you right? were locked that in. Must be nice. And we're not doing. We're talking about. We're not doing short pop shots shot too. here. Yeah, deep shot. I've seen you guys do them. You're, You're twenty you feet away dra- draining these things. Mm. Yeah, we have four stations now. We have the beam, which is probably about like what an eight footer. Yeah, we have Ripland. That's in honor of Rip Hamilton. A mid-range jumper, about Rip 12. Hamilton. Yeah. About 12. And then we have Stefland. We have Stefland. About oh, 20 Stefland. feet out. About 20. Okay. And then we have the corner shop. Brimful of Asher. Brimful of Asher on the 45. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't understand a word of what you just said. <laughs> Brimful of Asher on the 45. You've heard the song. Everybody bone. needs a bullet on the pillow. Everybody literally needs have a no idea what you're talking about. 
Who that's, is it? That's not going to be in there. Who even Come is on. it? What band is type this? it up. What band is this? Corner Shop. Corner Shop is okay, the, is never, the band. Brim no full idea. of Asha. What you know, era? We don't have. Are we talking? Late 90s. Late 90s, yeah. yeah. Yep, never heard it. Late 90s alternative. I actually think the song sucks, but it's it's a very <laughs> catchy song. <laughs> it's a terrible song. What's yeah. coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Two full hours with my guy, Eric Reeser. We'll talk about some staff changes for Buckeye football. We'll start off the show and hope to God that that was a one-off with Buckeye basketball last night, and they put that behind him. Oh, Teddy, nice. Teddy's got it. We get ready for the Northwestern game on Sunday night. Beers and Buckeyes with our bearded friend Patrick Murphy at 633 as well. Mm. All right. This will not be song of the day. Well, it can't be now. I'm just, I'm listening. I'm waiting for the part that I know. Maybe I know the chorus because I i don't recall ever hearing this part of the song. 45. No. T-Bone missed this one. I mean, I did. I missed it. What does it mean? I don't know. All right. I mean, the 45, yeah. I assume, is a record. A, yeah. You know? A brim full of ashes? Asha. Asher, oh, I don't, I don't even know. S H A, I think, is the spelling. Oh well, maybe that's a maybe that's a band. Maybe he's saying like "Brimful of Asher" on the forty-five. Maybe that is. Maybe a band. that's what he, or, or something you listen to a song could be a thing that you do. I don't know. <laughs> sure, could be a thing. Yeah, I've never. I, I got to be honest. I've never heard does that. Leanna song. know about "Brimful of Asher"? She's probably heard that song before. She's hip to the jive. She is. Is that a thumbs up, Ted? She has heard it? She's or? not there oh, yet. she's not there she's not yet. There. Okay. She hasn't, she hasn't checked in yet. All right. Ted well, she only comes in late in the segment. <laughs> she tra- <laughs> it, it, it's later and later as the show progresses. She she got, she's the there. Yeah. She does know. It's, she says it's about Bollywood, actually. Bollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Indian yeah, film. Knows everything. Huh. It's wow. about Bollywood. All right. Man. So is that... That's Indian? Like that... Yeah, Brim, that's yes. language. Indian, okay, yeah. all right. Hollywood, right? It blew my mind. Worst song from the '90s ever. No, no, I'm, no, not, I'm, no I'm asking you. I'm asking. There's you. no way to. I mean, oh, I God, I can't. No, have this a, is a personal you're, opinion. No, obviously, you're, I, say, you're saying of like songs that made it onto the radio because there's a billion songs yes, that songs sucked. songs that got regular give airplay. Your, give me yours. I I, don't, I can't come up with one right now. Len, Put me on the spot. Steal my sunshine. Oh, I Len. Ha- I hate that song. You know, yeah, as wonderful sucks. as that is, yeah. Teddy, can you find me, Len? <laughs> steal my sunshine. But it, it's uh, it's the it's the steal my sunshine. Yeah. It's that one, right? Yeah. They, I, they I have it actually. I have, yeah. it. I have it in here. I'll play it for you. It's the worst song ever. I can't believe it made the radio. Oh, but I forgot. There's talking in the beginning of this too, which is oh, always good. always the mark I, of a good song. I think there's talking. Talking in a song, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. That's that's talking. I was lying on the grass. Lying on the grass. I hate this song. And there's a female singer in this too, right? It's like I think she comes in in the chorus. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I got to tell you, I think I like it better than that car song you played a few minutes ago. Mm. I've got my sucky song because I was singing. <laughs> I was singing right. it today. You What's your it? sucky song? Rhythm Divine, Enrique Iglesias. All I need is a rhythm divine. I don't know that one. Oh, it oh sucks. yeah, I, that, I'm not. I've never understood. You know yeah, it's it's like 
Yeah, it was like he was. Oh, that's right. It was way Uh, too over the top uh, for what it was. Just you're just saying like you like the rhythm of songs, and now you're making like a a hallelujah chorus about it. Ricky Martin wannabe Enrique Iglesias, (laughs) and then he he went home and plowed Anna (laughs) Kornikova. Wow. Also a wannabe tennis player. (laughs) Oh, I don't care what she wants to be. I'll let her do (laughs) it. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone? Uh, Dan Orlovsky had a dumb take about tortillas with flour and corn and said corn tortillas better than flour. I don't disagree that corn tortillas are great, but also flour tortillas are great. I don't know why we're arguing about this, but apparently he had more than one because he also got this that went viral, I guess, yesterday, where he apparently told his colleagues on ESPN that he felt that the chocolate chip cookie is the most overrated cookie in the world, which, I mean, I don't know. I, I Overrated? Like, maybe you're saying that's not your favorite cookie. I can't but- believe this guy has a job. I really can't. Well, this is all he does. I fully acknowledge that we did two whole segments about licking toilet seats today, but yeah. I but cannot... you're not doing it on ESPN no, TV. but also I, like... I would if I were on it, though. <laughs> Just there. I, mean, <laughs> I would. I made that comment about the Cars song for your benefit purely, because I knew, I knew that would get a reaction out of you, Mike. He does that his whole existence. That's just who he is. He is only trying to get reactions out of people, because he apparently doesn't know how to talk to humans. Uh, have a great weekend. Buckeye Show's coming up next. We'll talk to you on Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You are going to find an accident in I-70 downtown split eastbound before 4th Street. It is causing heavy slowdowns in that area. Please be careful. And another accident on East Cook Road at Carl Road. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Raise your hand if you like burritos. Put a Taco Bell $2 beefy melt burrito in that hand. Season beef with a free cheese blend. Put another beefy melt burrito in the other hand. You're welcome. At participating Taco Bell stores for a limited time, price and participation vary, tax extra. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crap or temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. 
Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends, because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 